0: Go face them and fight them.
1: Be savage again.
2: And we're back. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Put Me In Coach podcast. We do this every single week, and we have not skipped a single week in the past couple months. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Never. Never. What year is it? Still 2020, and we've done an episode every single week for the past
3: three months.
0: Just cue the the Harry Potter, you liar!
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nope, I am full of crap. Full of horse crap. We haven't done one. I don't even want to look when the last time we did a podcast. Oh, uh,
0: it had to have been a Jeopardy. It was a Jeopardy. Yeah. Bobby, was, uh, you won, won
2: that one. I actually did win. But when was the last yeah, time uh, we did like oh, an actual drunk Ian? In. With <laughs> drunk Ian. Yeah. Ian was.
3: Honestly, the last podcast podcast was like June. Yeah.
1: Right. before Well, the before really early name change.
2: So it's been, a, it's been a couple months. So the last. Episode we did was a Sports Jeopardy, the one that I won. That was August 4th, so that's coming up on two months ago. The last podcast podcast, because this is a goddamn sports podcast, was July 7th. <laughs> so coming up on three months ago, yeah. That has got to be a record for our longest drought, right? Well, yeah. Not yeah. our fault. No, it's not your – oh, it's 100% my fault. It's baseball's not fault, your- really.
1: Tom, don't go you know, <laughs> it's, it's kind of your fault. Yeah.
0: Bobby. A, oh, yeah. We can do zoom now, Tom. It's not COVID's fault anymore. Look at us. We're, we're none of us are even remotely close to each other.
2: Bobby uh, Blanco, Ian Foster, Greg Porter, Tom Natalie. That's the foursome for those who forgot. It's just the original four, the OG four. put me in coach podcast at PMIC podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And then of course, follow us on SoundCloud, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, and SoundCloud, Spotify uh, and Spotify. I think I said SoundCloud twice. Uh, it's been a while. Um, yeah, so we are back, and we are recording a podcast that is not Jeopardy. That is about the local sports athletic teams. Um, we're going to be heavy focused, of course, on the now Washington football team, because I I think Tom is right. I think they – we don't, I don't think we did a post-name change podcast. We didn't. It was th- just before from I think we did, yeah, like a previewing of It's Coming podcast. Yeah. Um, so – it's now the Washington football team. This is the first time we'll be referencing that team as such, WFT. Um, excuse our slips. We're definitely going to say Redskins one more time. Should we do a grand Danny bit and get like a jar going? Every time you say Redskins, you put a dollar in the jar?
1: Actually, I'm going to do a tally. That's a good idea. That drink.
2: Uh, no, that doesn't count now. <laughs> drink drink every drink
1: time? Drink every time.
3: <laughs> Bob, you said it at least six times there. So I,
2: On purpose.
3: All right, so before we get
2: started, though, the question has been brought up, and I got into this with my my mother on Sunday. Are you still wearing your formerly known as Redskins Washington football team gear?
1: Yes. Yes. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. No. And and let me just e- explain why. Um, again, when I'm wearing my Redskins shirt, I think we all knew Tom was going to explain why. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're right. <laughs> I,
0: I, again, I think if you purpose, its more so like time. if you
2: slip up, if you purposefully say Redskin then you don't have to put a don't get a t- But you if you slip up, I'm going to purposely speak,
0: say it every time. Yeah.
1: To to speak on behalf of the four of us, I at least for myself, I am not trying to make a political statement. I'm not trying to, you know, um, antagonize anybody. I, I just have been wearing a Redskin shirt every single Sunday since the day I was born, and um, yep. you know, don't f with tradition. Because our tradition is so good. Sounds like something the Proud Boys oh, today. Hey. <laughs> I was actually quoting Letter Kenny, when I said don't F with tradition. Ugh.
0: Boy, that was good.
2: <laughs> We're going political less than five minutes in. <laughs> yep.
3: Which is a bigger shit the show, reference. the, the yeah, debates, you're gonna, or you're going to date, yeah, you're date you're right, if you don't, because it's the same of like you can be wearing that shirt and it will 100% piss someone off and not unjustifiably you can have your own rationales to it but it's you know i'm i'm of your opinion tom i i usually don't wear i, I have like one redskin shirt um i don't really wear it even on you know football day but you know it's the same the same arguments and this is just penny for your thought this isn't a uh a, a an attack by any means but the same arguments are used for the Confederate flag, trying to, for other people, curtail its meaning to them. But that comes from the, you know, the basis of a disagreement as to what it actually means to everybody else and if it's actually, you know, coming from a racist place or not. But it's that's it's it's hard now. I, I can't think of, and especially the times we're living in now, like how much think of since February, things have changed, and how much more difficult the landscape is to have. I, I feel like if we were outside of us, and in a different scenario in which that was, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to. Did you just compare the Confederate flag to wearing? A... No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I'm saying the reasoning. The reasoning that people would use. To I say, got well, you. Not, that's not how it's I. Not... You know, that's not how I mean it. It doesn't okay. mean that to me. But it's it the parallel. I yeah. uh, okay, I understand. That's the parallel, not that no. I'm not, I was not comparing <laughs> it to, by any means, at all. No, but the the argument is more what I thought was interesting. Um, but I'm, but I'm, a, if I had my Redskins stuff, I would wear that as well. It's it's a weird, weird thing. I don't know. I've never been. I've been,
0: I've been getting compliments on it whenever I wear it out. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I've never well, had it, anyone it's, say. It's, why are you wearing that except for my mother?
0: Well, especially my shoes. Like I have my Redskin shoes and those get compliments all the time because they're awesome shoes.
1: Yeah. Shoes. And, I'm like, and everyone's
0: like, I'm like, they're fucking vintage now.
1: <laughs> well, that, I feel like now our, <laughs> our merchandise is a collector's item. Merchandise. Mer- because it's, merchandise. it's, it's, you can't, you can't buy it anywhere. Yeah. It's not at Dick's. It's not at ESPN. I mean, everyone pulled it. So
3: better put that stuff in glass the day we get good. Do we win that Super Bowl, eBay buddy?
0: Everything I got, Redskins. <laughs> Redskins. <laughs> I can't point the iPad at itself, but that's Redskins too.
1: <laughs> I would say it's probably maybe. I wanted to ask you guys this. I feel like maybe it's easier to kind of transition into this team with no name situation without fans in the stands, and you know, just playing in such a, a, a weird type of construct.
2: I think there'll be way more. I think it'd be way more of a topic of conversation more consistently if there were fans in the stands because you would have people there in Redskins gear cheering on the Washington Football Team. You would have, you know, maybe, probably not the band, but you mean would have maybe fans dressed up in like headgear still or something like that, and that's when it would. And so then the topic would be what? When do fans? Because it'll be on national TV. It'll be in local news. Why are fans still? Dre- not what they're called anymore. Why are they still dressing up uh, as Native Americans? So, but I, I agree, Tom. Without fans in the stands, I think it's way easier to kind of settle in as being the Washington Football Team as opposed to that transition where it's just kind of always in your face that it's so raw and new, where team, people like guys like us are still wearing the gear out in public um, and accidentally calling it Redskins instead of Washington Football Team.
1: Could you see a scenario in which, you know, wearing a Redskins jersey is banned from our stadiums? Maybe not ours, but somebody else. Yeah, I can see it coming.
3: There's the. I, I still think that the the move to make it such a vanilla name as the Washington Football Team is a backdoor to the possibility of selling the team, because the marketability to have <clears throat> owner say, "You can make the team whatever you want." You can change the name to whatever you want to. This is like the most basic description of what this organization is. There's the same colors. They can change it to whatever they want. They didn't go with the Red Wolves. you know. They didn't go with the Red Tails. So if he keeps that door open, which maybe the time frame in which to be able to make that happen wasn't going to coincide with this year's season, I think it's – from a marketing standpoint, it's ridiculous to call it the Washington football team. That's like the most ridiculous but is, name. But is it though? It's it's like whoa. he's selling.
0: He's Great. selling a bunch of merchandise this year of just Washington Football Team, and he's going to change it again next year. He's going to get a shitload more money with that too. He's
3: only got one thing to copyright. What? Just the the name, the Washington Football Team.
0: Yeah, no. But everybody's going to be buying all this new stuff. It's, I've already seen it.
2: My dad just bought a bunch of stuff for my whole See? family.
0: I'm going to buy it. Like, it's only going to be around for one year. Well, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But it's like that's going to be a collector's item, right? Correct. So he's going to make I didn't even think of that. that. Like it's going to be a one year thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, did you get that then? Yeah, this is a this is a, a true a true 2020 Washington football team jersey. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but, you know what? I actually
1: commend them for not rushing the decision. Yeah, I do. Too. I, I do, too. It's going to take a I mean, they, they've taken so many PR hits recently and, and deservedly so. But I mean. We we've learned this the hard way when you rush to picking a team name because we're stuck with the wizards for the rest of our fandom. Goes out. So yeah, I, I'm, the I, wizards. I <laughs> No, it, it's as far as selling, Porter, I mean this is that conversation is actually it, it's actually being had now. And, and that's really the difference. Because I know all of us have wished for Snyder to Get the hell out of here. He's the worst MoCo resident in Montgomery County history. Changed my mind. Um, But now I think we've gone from him just being – not just the difference between being a bad owner and a a leader of running this organization to being just an absolutely awful person.
2: I think Porter's right, though, in the sense that without the name, it's definitely more marketable to sell. I don't think that makes it more likely that Dan sells. But I think it's like if he were to choose to sell, he could bump up the price because he can be it like, "Hey, brutal. you can you have total creative control over the team and its future for the next hundred sure. years." So I'm gonna charge you an extra fucking ten million dollars or whatever. You know, I don't can't put a price. Would on my you? Team, but you know would you mean?
1: guys want to keep some kind of homage, whether that's keeping red in the name or keeping the burgundy and gold colors, or would you just want a fresh, clean slate, start over?
2: Keep burgundy and gold. I would like I to can, keep. Yeah,
1: I can't imagine it not burgundy and gold.
2: Mm-hmm. I think that's I, my number one
1: Except I mean the if you want to Keep it consistent every all the Three other teams here in DC are all red white and blue If you kind of want to keep with like a, I like a that city color, Yeah I do too
2: but then I think if we if we change If if the football team changed that colors I mean how do we not look like the Patriots Especially that the Patriots have changed that where they're Wearing those blue and red jerseys more often than Just sure. white and gray or whatever Or just yeah. white and, and Like just plain navy blue I mean, I I think my one seed is keep the colors scheme. I, I agree. I like the fact that all of our teams would be the same colors, but I, I can – the Redskins were jar. The Washington football team were, were here first, and they were burgundy and gold. And, and then I think my number two seed would be keep it as an R for this logo, keep
1: the cursive R. Because that's classic. I mean, that is that is what I would call a compromise, and I think that's a great idea. Um. Yeah, it's a weird concept. You know, just the founding principle of our country that knows longer. <laughs> Anyways, um, and at the same time, but is that going to be enough, or is that still going to be you're still holding on to this racist past of ours, and it's it's not okay. I mean, are are we? Is this going to come back to haunt?
2: I don't. I don't sure. know how the color scheme and starting your nickname with the letter R can stay tied to a racist
1: past. Oh, I, I agree, but... That's... Yeah, I
2: don't know. So, no, I don't think that would be... like. And I don't even... I'm not, like, fully on board of the next name has to begin with Red. I think we talked about this in our last episode that was, like, a week ago and not two months ago um, about debating names, Red Tails, Red Hawks, whatever. It doesn't have to be Red, whatever, for me. I just wanted to start with R so we can kind of keep some of the same insignia or, like, logos from like, traditional, like, old-school Washington football team, like, back in the 80s. Like, you know, this reminds me of Joe Gibbs in the Super Bowls, and mm-hmm. uh, this Curse of R, so keep that, and, like, you know, let's do a rebranding and move this forward. You know?
1: We kind email, of you guys think tap that? back into our history.
0: I love that. I want the colors to stay the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the colors, I would be so upset if it got moved, to. I like the whole unity thing with red, white, and blue, but... <laughs> All the other teams can do it. I want the Reds, the, the whatever, the football team to be.
1: Does that count? Do I count that half jar?
0: Half, half jar, <laughs> halfway. <laughs> I want them to be burgundy and gold for the rest of my life. It's just what I know. That's and that's what's most important to me about mm-hmm. like local sports is the football team.
1: Yeah, and, and just to speak more about like the the tradition aspect, because I understand that that might not be like an an appropriate response, but. I mean, like, our, our, it, this is in our DNA, and I, I feel like it's just something that means, means so much to us without any kind of ill will or malintent whatsoever. It's just simply to have a lifelong fandom of a team that has given nothing, nothing in return. But yeah. here we are watching every single game on Sunday still.
2: I also feel like if you change the color scheme... To say traditional red, white, and blue, that's a way to push out us, us being the fans, of wearing old former, True. formerly known as Redskins gear. You know, like they could be like, don't wear that gear to the stadium anymore. Don't. True. uh Because, or why, you know, you could be pointing out, why are you wearing that? That's not even the colors anymore. Mm-hmm. And that would be a way that they could kind of push that part of their if they wanted to. I don't think they yeah. should, or I think that's kind of. What we are in is uncharted
1: territory, and I I don't know what's to happen, what the protocol is. I'm very confused, and I feel like I feel like the majority of Redskins damn it. majority of yeah. us fans, feel that way too.
0: Has there been a city that's had two name changes because it's offensive? Ever?
1: That's a good Jeopardy question. We read it
0: I can't. I can't think of anything.
2: What are other name changes that were the offensive? The
3: for the Indians made any the moves? bullets.
0: The bullets was no. I know that, but because... what other outside of oh, DC? Yeah.
2: No, Chiefs and Indians have not made a move at all.
0: Not even removed. Well,
2: except for removing uh, a logo, but they haven't changed the name.
0: Indians. In in are, and they, they did that a, a couple years ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: But rightfully so.
0: But I think that one's racist as hell. Like that little. Yeah, why are turn? we the like,
2: <laughs> Yeah, no. So I'm saying, rightfully so. They removed that logo. Like that was. A racist caricature of a Native American. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Ours was at least drawn by a Native American of a Native American.
2: Yeah.
0: Whatever. What what do you think,
3: bud? (laughs) I like the idea of keeping burgundy and gold, but I do like the idea of maintaining uniformity within the different, you know, teams like in – between the nationals and the capitals and how they're rooting for each other when they're going, you know, for the championships, like it's, it's, it's like the team is just set apart Mm
1: -hmm.
3: basically within the city. And it's not even within the city. Everybody else is, but us, and it's its own separate organization on its separate rules with, you know, all of this history and dominated bad media and, and everything else. It, I don't have the same connection that everybody else here has. Um, I like when the DC defenders came out and they were like all red and white. I,
1: that,
3: oh, I looked really, really good. Like that cherry fire engine red. Um, I thought that was, that was really good. And I mean, for me, I don't feel like I'll be, I'll never be the fan that all of you guys are, but I feel like I'd be much more in line to follow suit and become, you know, like a bigger fan or more involved if they were actually in the city and it were more in line with everybody else. And you, you have free reign to kind of change it from that point where if, and and also kind of think of it this way of, you know, the last time that we were good, the last time we won a Super Bowl was during the, um, you know, strikes and using, um, you know, scab players and then coming in in the end and winning in 91. And pretty much since then have not made much of a dent as far as being able to be successful as a football team. There's, I think there's something to be said of wipe the slate, start new. And if that's with a new owner, a brand new coach, who knows what he's doing with, you know, uh, new stadiums, all those strides in a new stadium. Like, I think there's, there's something to that. i just started with a fresh slate starting over the last 20 years, 20 plus years has not done us well by any means. Is that of itself an end of an era and, and heartbreaking? Absolutely. Um, But, you know, I think it can, still will be fruitful. You look at the Ravens who are able to do that and rebrand and create themselves and, you know, are inside the city have a huge following within Baltimore, and are even when they're bad are are still you know blowing out every game with actual people in the stands and rooting for it. So
1: I don't know. You know it, it's um, I, I would say the biggest win for us Redskins fans following this name change is now the possibility of this team actually playing in DC again is legitimate because that was not going to happen with the name that was in place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if there is something that like, for me, the the most exciting part is it like Porter, like you mentioned, it is amazing. Like go down to the Navy yard. It's one of the coolest neighborhoods in, in the whole city. Yeah. We've hung out in Chinatown a bunch. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is completely those two, um, that arena, that stadium, that ballpark have completely revitalized and changed the face of DC. Yeah. And um, yeah it's the Washington whatever future nickname is and it should be in DC proper Um, and uh, you know if that means we don't have to pay $50 for a parking spot anymore that would be awesome too. Um, Easy thank you. Yeah Um, all right so let's get into the actual play here. Um, The Washington football team is currently one and two uh, losers of two straight, tied
3: for first in the NFC East. What's up? Yep. With the tiebreaker,
1: coming off a uh, a very frustrating loss to the Cleveland Browns, thirty-four to twenty. Um, about so, to get some grapes, bud. I wish <laughs> we are.
0: Keely um, would never.
1: <laughs> you know, she you guys. In. Three games into this season, and we're going to get into the main topic of. Wayne Haskins, because that seems to be the, the biggest talking point. The three games thus far, what are your overall thoughts, um, comments, concerns, questions, so on and so forth?
2: Philly sadness.
1: That's great. Enjoy Philly <laughs> sadness. My question about that, Bobby... <laughs> Does our win against the Eagles look a little bit worse now that we've seen them play three games?
2: No, because they should <laughs> still be. No, because honestly, I mean, they they should still beat us nine out of ten times. I mean, on paper, they're a better team than us. On they should technically have the better coach, you know, one who actually won a Super Bowl. Yeah, they have this superstar quarterback in Carson Wentz. I'm so sure. Um, they should beat us 9 out of 10 times. And that was the one time they didn't. And we kicked their ass in the second half. And I, and I could not be more happy.
1: I Literally, literally we could go... halftime time we, adjustments. Yeah. Weird concept.
2: We could go 2-14 and 14 the rest of the way, and if both of our wins are against the Eagles, I'm okay. Because that means we beat the Eagles, and it means we're getting Trevor.
1: Ian, <laughs> yeah. what do you think, bud? I don't know.
0: I missed this past week for the first time ever. You missed a good game.
1: You, you missed it. You picked a good game not to watch. Excuse
0: I'm you. really happy that I that I didn't watch it. Every <laughs> time I looked up, I was like, was that a fucking other pick? Was that another pick?
1: That was another pick.
0: But uh, so, whatever. We have I mean s- the defense, I didn't even know Chase Young went out, to be honest with you. Yeah. He did well I, I mean I found out later that day, but like I looked I up texted and exited to the group the chat, sideline. Ian. I was working, Bobby. <laughs> Mr. Baseball.
1: Mr. Hell I know, podcast. I was still
2: watching at work. <laughs> That's how dedicated I am.
1: You know, I, I guess when it when it comes down to it is what my thoughts are on any team that I love is coming up with what where are my expectations. Like, for example, I enjoyed the hell out of watching the Wizards this year because I had zero expectations. I did not expect them to be good. Nobody expected them to be good and they you know they over overperformed to an extent. In fact, they're probably a little bit too good. Um, Ian, I think you can agree to that because you very much enjoyed watching the Orioles this year. Loved it. Exactly. And again, zero expectations. Yes. Um, you know, at the same time. So we know going into this season that we, we won three games last year. This is maybe the lowest this team has ever been in terms of you know overall interest, Q rating, you know, fans in the stands other than you know despite the uh, coronavirus but we knew like this team is not a playoff team to begin with um, despite how attractive and how you know sexy this defensive line is so
3: hot uh, right now
1: when it comes down to it wow. this was a 3 and 13 team and the likelihood of us ascending to a playoff level in one season where there was no training camp there was no preseason nothing is just a recipe for disaster What's your recipe? Disaster.
2: No, no. What, what, what's the recipe though? Oh, I missed that part.
1: For success? Yes.
2: The, f- You're saying the recipe for disaster is having high expectations for this team?
1: Uh, I'm sorry. I'm no, kidding. no. Every
0: Everything about this year was built for us to not have success.
2: Right. But That's you started I'm off sorry. by saying yeah, like... You did. You started off by saying like... You're based... What you're seeing based on expectations.
1: Yes, my long story short is I, I had no expectations going into the season, so I should be able to watch 16 games and be like, "Well, we're going to suck anyways. It's okay." Yeah, but you can't, can uh, you? Not with this team. My fan, my my, its my heart's too too into it. It's the Redkins it's, are different
0: from all the other teams that I it's love. It's different. Yeah, and plus there's only 16 games.
1: That might so be a it's jar. Like of each Thomas.
0: Game, you're like you're all in.
1: Except this week, exactly. fuck this week. <laughs> yeah, this week was really bad, you know. No, I mean this uh, upcoming week. Oh God! So you know, week one was incredible. That was one of the most dominating pr- defensive performances I've ever seen. Um, I think we can all chalk up week two to just seeing an Arizona, Arizona Cardinals team that is one absolutely putting all their tips in. They're going for it. They're most likely a playoff team. They're good. They're a lot of fun to watch. You lose to the Cardinals, there is no shame in that. Um, but this most recent loss was frustrating. Um, and really it it was frustrating because of one player and, um, we're, we're going to get into Haskins and I, I texted you guys on Sunday night and I'm just going to bring it up for the, you know, the five people that listen is that Dwayne Haskins reminds me of a relief pitcher that can throw 100 miles per hour. That is an incredible, natural, God-given gift that not many people do. When he can throw strikes, he is as advertised. But when he doesn't, it is really, really, really hard to watch. And um, what was the guy on the Nationals who did that? Uh, Henry Rodriguez. That's who reminded me. But there
0: was another one more recently, right?
2: About Trevor Rosenthal? Um, who was it? Trevor Rosenthal.
0: Yeah, last year. Tanner Rainey, he, he... that's the one. That's the one. Tanner Rainey was
2: fantastic this year, though.
0: Yeah, that's well. Now he is. Not, he's not on the Nationals anymore.
2: No, no, he right? is. Tanner Rainey.
0: Okay, I'm thinking of something. To, I'm thinking of something yeah, completely different. Something
2: else different then. Uh, yeah, My I point. mean, do you want to – I mean, we can just dive into Haskell. I mean, so like, you know. I mean, we went through the schedule. Did anyone have us at one and two through three games? If you did, you probably had us beating the Browns.
0: Yeah, the, out of the three. Or the know. Cardinals. Yeah. We didn't know that they were the, that offense was going to click this quick.
2: Yeah, but I'd never trust them going all the way out to the West Coast, especially early mm-hmm. on in the season.
1: But if you were to ask me after three games, out after those three, three games, games two, I'd be like, that, okay, that would make sense.
2: At at the beginning of the season, you would probably say that they're most likely going to beat the Browns through three games, if not be 0-3. Mm-hmm. So I think the fact that we're 1-2 and two already, that's already a plus. And the way that they won that first game was a plus. Mm-hmm. I agree. In a case-by-case basis, the Eagles game, especially that second half, was unbelievable. That defense down. That's what we thought the Stevens would do all season long. And then you move to week two. I think Tom said, like, you know, there's no shame in losing to the Cardinals. Kyler Murray is amazing, and, you know, they have so many weapons. There were some frustrating parts, too, but, I mean, it's like, again, no shame. It's frustrating losing to the Browns. I think the Browns are still a better team than us, but I think it's the, yes. the way that they lost is frustrating. In that
1: it's the way in which they lost that it, no. we should we should have won that game.
2: The defense kept them in the game or tried to keep them in the game for the most part, even with Matt Ioannidis out, even with Chase Young out for most of the game.
1: And, and you know, and it so came down to the quarterback
2: playing crappy.
1: Yeah, that lost the game. Those and those turnovers were just. I mean, I think three out of four of their touchdowns were based off of those <laughs> turnovers. And yeah, yeah, uh, all of which were just – you know, there's hands. a difference between a pass that gets tipped or a receiver drops the ball and it pops out and then the safety gets, catches it and ones where you just completely misread the defense or you completely missed the receiver that you were throwing to. And that's what we saw. Um, and, and just – we've said this before, or at least in our our group chat, is there is no one behind Dwayne Haskins that should be playing right now. Al Allen should not be playing. Alex Smith just probably shouldn't be playing football. But I'm rooting for him. Um, Glad he's back. We forever. are. I just hope this organization is is ride or die with Dwayne Haskins for the rest of this season. Um, because I I really see no other option. Um, but in a limited sample size, this is this is concerning. This is this is very concerning.
0: You
2: look at the box score too of this, of this Browns game, and you almost say like, how maybe did how did Washington not win this game? How or how do they lose by fourteen? Same amount of first downs, same amount via the pass, via the run, via the penalty. Uh, we were slightly better on third down percentage than they were, which means our defense was getting off the field. We were one for one on fourth down. We played the same amount of plays. We had more total yards. We had more drives. Uh, we had more yards per play. We had more passing yards. They killed us in rushing yards, but and they had and they had more penalties than us. But then you look at turnovers, and it's five turnovers, two fumbles lost, and three picks. This box score is not showing points off turnovers, which I was that's what I was looking up. But like, that's the frustrating part. And Ron Rivera said after the game, "You if you don't win the turnover battle in this league, you're not going to win many games, if any." You turn
1: the ball over five times, you five were times to lose by just by fourteen. Right? Yes. Probably should have been blown out. And and yeah.
2: You know, and, and like you know, take the idea of it was a frustrating the way that we lost, and then shrink it down that it's not just five turnovers; it's the way that they were turned over. Yeah, like, and like, like Tom was getting at, where it's Dwayne Haskins staring down his receiver every single time, and the defense just hopping, jumping the route and knowing exactly where the ball is. It's him throwing off his back foot after every throw. It's him not going through his reads. It's it's very correctable things things that he shouldn't be doing anyways and what i'm seeing from him so far is just the same guy that we saw at ohio state at, at bullis you can tell he is he is not used to or not ready to not be the best player on the field
1: mm-hmm.
2: he has been at bullis he was the best player of the field at all time he could rely on on just his pure arm strength and athleticism to win ballgames by himself. He could throw off his back foot because he had a stronger arm than everybody at that high school level. Ohio State, he had weapons all around him and the offense was so dynamic um, and, and fast paced and just there were guys flying open everywhere. He didn't have to rely on stepping into his throw, making reads. He knew where the ball was going before it was snapped because their offense was so good. He can't do that at this level. And that is just what, so, to me, so firmly implanted in his brain and his style of play where he is locked in. He can't break that. And until he does, I don't see how he can be that successful moving forward. We don't have a full season sample size of him yet. And I, and I think until we get that, he's only played, what, nine NFL He's only started nine NFL games so far. So until he gets a full 16, until he finishes the season, if he does, I think then we can make a fair judgment. But that is something that has to change. Like, now. That is something that Scott Turner and the quarterbacks coaching need to be like, you have got to stop doing this because this is what's going to kill actually, you. Actually, and
1: I credit Scott Turner. I thought he called a much better game plan this mm-hmm. uh, most uh, on Sunday where he was really trying to tailor it to his uh, to uh, Dwayne's strengths, which uh, I think is how an offense should be run. And, you know, I heard an interesting analogy on Grant and Danny, and they had one of their, um, like, pro football focus experts on. He goes, there's really two kinds of quarterbacks out there. They're those that can elevate the talent around, yep, around we, them okay. and those that are productive based off the talent that they have.
2: Mm-hmm. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah And I think it is safe to say that he is the latter, um, which is all he's got is Terry McLaurin. When Dontrell right. Inman is your wide receiver too, and um, Logan Thomas, who was a quarterback a couple of years ago, you are in a really, really bad position to be successful.
0: And it's his second season, and we just said he hasn't played a full season, and he's got two, two offenses he had to learn. Yep. With and, and the second one without a preseason. So I'm all, I'm all, Tom. You know, I'm all for being patient with him. Yeah. And I think we all are now. It's just you got to give him 16 games and see what happens. Yeah. If he's and, not it. He's not
1: it. Yeah, the thing is, and, and Ian, I know you weren't able to watch on Sunday. It was, and Bobby, maybe you could take it back on this. It was really, really cool. Oh, I've heard
0: it. I heard it was horrible. It was
1: horrible. Like that's I I didn't watch the like mistakes I, he was making.
0: Yeah.
2: It, it, was, it was like, uh, I don't even know. I don't remember who was on the call, Tom, but it was like, Fox is like D list broadcast. crew, And even the, I don't, don't, and this is not dissing them, but like even the guy who was doing color or not play by play color commentary was like, he could tell he was saying at some (laughs) point during the second half was like, I know where the ball is going before the snap because Dwayne Haskins is locked in on his receivers. Every single play.
1: it, it was it, it was almost unwatchable.
2: Um, and, he, and I think he even said something to the effect where, like, if I know where it's coming, then this NFL defense know where it's coming, and that's why they're yeah. picking the ball off so much. Yeah. And it's the throwing off the – I mean, I think he did a fair job criticizing. I mean, it's easy to criticize a guy when he has three picks and a, a fumble loss and, 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 a, and a terrible game. But, like, to me it's also just – he just has so many bad habits that he doesn't seem to be close to breaking. Uh,
1: and, and that's the thing is, is that – Young quarterbacks are going to make mistakes. Young quarterbacks are going to throw interceptions, but what you want to see is an ascension, especially on those weaknesses. And what we're not what we're seeing is really not that. It's kind of more of the same where, you know, if he has good protection and, you know, has an opportunity to throw a fastball, because you know I have said this, he can throw a fastball. Better than most. He, said it's, has, he has the strongest arm I've ever seen in a in record. Well, we said it
2: last year. He's like, he as a rookie, he was like, he has the most talented arm on this roster.
1: Yeah. If you're, if you're playing with seven Case on Kino. seven, you know, he's, he's, he's going to be an early pick. And, you know, my, as a first-round pick, however, there are certain expectations where, you know, typically you know, a quarterback may be a little bit less, but you, you, are, you are a long-term plan. Not just for the length of your contract, but for even more so, upwards of a decade if it works out. And there's just a higher standard that I feel like first-round picks should be held to, um, and especially one that's also been a team captain. And um, yeah, and, and you know what? To me, yes, the, the the on-field play is very much concerning, but what also concerns me is the attitude. And you know what I thought about today. Before we hopped on, I was like, I feel like he has a receiver's mindset and a quarterback body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Bobby, I think what you mentioned too. He was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college, and that's and that's what he was used to. And it's an incredibly humbling experience going to a professional league where everyone's just as good as you. Yeah, Ray um, and
0: I were talking about this today. It's like you could put up all the Instagram stuff, and like him and I are on the same page where we've been back in Dwayne the entire time and now we're starting to look stupid. It's like, look, listen, you could put all these workouts that you want online. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you're grinding. I'm glad get your head in the books and listen to people around you who are telling yeah. you don't stare down your receivers like Thomas Davis. I'm glad you brought that up. It's Like how you have this cockiness about you where you don't want to just accept critique as a second year NFL player, as a quarterback, the yeah, toughest yeah. position to play in the NFL.
2: From a fifteen Just, year linebacker. Yeah. And Thomas Seventeen. Davis.
0: Seventeen year.
2: And all one former, of so all pro.
0: watching LeBron James. I'm watching LeBron. Yeah. LeBron no, one seven, of the yeah. most
2: revered players. Oh, former All NFL. Pro, too. Yeah.
1: yeah. Man yeah. of the year. Like if Thomas Davis is gonna offer you some free advice. Fucking
2: listen. take it. Be a sponge.
0: Be a and, sponge.
2: And like we also gave him a pass last year, he being Haskins of like you know there was those small video or pictures of him seeming disinterested on the sideline and like every time he's on the sideline he seems like he's not paying attention and i, I don't mean to bring light to that but yeah. it's like cuz i don't i don't want to be one of those guys cuz i feel like every Haskins I know, hater. we're kind of
1: playing armchair psychologist, but... Yeah,
2: every Haskins hater yeah. brings it up, like, well, he, he's, you know, every time it's like, yeah, but, like, that picture's taken out of context, you know, that, you know, he's just, he's a young guy that made a mistake, taking the selfie, blah, 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 but now it's, like, almost every single time, and I get it, tough game against Cleveland, you're frustrated, you're pissed off, but it seems like every time they show him on the sideline, say, next to Scott Turner, Scott Turner has the iPad in front of him, and he's looking the other way and not paying attention. It's like, well, you should probably pay attention to your coach when you're throwing three picks in a game.
1: Yeah I. I, I agree. And, you know, the, the Thomas Davis video, I feel like is a good microcosm of what's concerning. You know, at the same time, his touchdown passes, Ian, were his, his two touchdowns to Don Charles Inman were like, wow. <laughs> like, yeah. It, it, it You've never you why. had a quarterback be able to make a throw like that. Like, that was just a, you know, 100 miles you per mean, hour. You mean Danny Werfel couldn't do that? Come on now. Not really. And like, what
2: he's doing, and so. <laughs> Like, the thing is that he'll point to that and be like, "Look, this is what I can do. Great." But like, you're doing that in the goal line situation. That's what you're supposed to do. In that goal line scenario, you only have really one target. You don't only really, you're not making reads. Move that ball back to the fifty yard line where you're supposed to see more open field. That's what we mm-hmm. want to see your, Like, that's your only one read. If that's not there, then you're pretty much sucking the ball and running away, or or yeah. throwing it away. And we know, yeah. and that you know, and he when he knows that's what he's doing. That's when he's planting his front foot and driving the ball and showing off that arm strength. It's when he's at the 50. And and I get it. This offensive line is trash. You know He looks like Jason Campbell back there throwing off his back foot every single time because there's someone in his face. But even when there's not someone on his face, he's leaning backwards and throwing. It's like step into the throw and the, and the ball floats or the ball comes up short. That's when he gets picked off. So it's a couple to that. It's just like, dude, you have got to be better. Like This is not Ohio State. You're not going up against... You know, yep. Indiana every week. You're going up against the best defenders on the planet. Those if you bad stare them down you, in the NFL. Yeah, if you if you stare them down and if you throw off your back foot, you are gonna get picked off and you are gonna throw a lot of incompletions.
1: Especially when you have a lot when you have an inferior talent. Other than Terry McClellan.
2: and look, and that's like we're going to teeter back and forth with this conversation the entire season. It's like, well, he needs to be doing this, but he has inferior talent, and he doesn't have an offensive line, and it's his third offensive coordinator in three years. But he's yeah. also doing, but he's also but a first round pick, so the expectations are higher. So,
1: but then the counterpoint to that is, um, Dustin Herbert found out ten minutes before the game that he was so starting. He was a first round pick.
2: That's another thing and, to bring up. Is does it make it worse? Does it make it there worse is. when we're seeing these younger quarterbacks around him? Same age, same draft class, performed way better than he has performed. Joe Burrow. Joe is Burrow is, you know, unreal. making the Eagles' defense look silly. Now Dwayne played really well against the Eagles' defense too. So, but Joe Burrow looks like the truth. You know, Justin Herbert, like you said, came in three seconds after being told he was starting and almost yep. beat Gardner the Chiefs. Gardner Minshew
0: looks better. Gardner, Gardner, Minshew, Gardner, Gardner Minshew, like it's not even yep. close right now. Yep, and he was yep. what a third third round pick.
1: Not even, I think it was like like Wazoo. Yeah. And and so I guess the thing is about this is I really feel like, and we brought the, we talked about this at nauseum last year was, you know, you can discredit the Arizona Cardinals for drafting Sam Rosen, Josh Rosen, excuse me. Um, But then I credit them that in less than a year, they realized that he is not their guy. And they have an opportunity to draft someone, a generational type talent in Kyler Murray, who could very well be an MVP. I think he'll be an MVP at, at some point in his career. Um, and they rather than just kind of, you know, wait around and see what happens, they just went for it. And, um, you know, there are some really, really, really good quarterbacks coming up um, this coming spring. Um, you know, like we said in, in our uh, group chat. You know, Aaron Rodgers might be on a new team next year. Cam Newton might be on a new team next year. I mean, there are some interesting prospects and uh, opportunities coming up for um, you know starting caliber level quarterbacks, um, which is just an incredible amount of pressure. Imagine if you're Dwayne Haskins, you got drafted over a year ago, and your job's already being being called for. Yeah, it's tough. This could be the new normal.
2: I I think it makes a huge difference that there's now a precedent. Like you said, the Cardinals just did it. So it's it's not out of the realm of possibility. Like years ago, you draft a first-round quarterback, you stick with him for five years at least. Now that there's a new precedent where, hey, if there's another better guy coming along, just dump him and go get that guy.
1: I mean, especially if you have an opportunity to get a player of a Kyler Murray type of –
2: well, and it's also kind of like same. Where there was in Arizona a coaching change with Cliff mm-hmm. Kinsbury coming in, and now Ron Rivera, and he's putting in his new culture and his new coaching staff. They didn't draft Dwayne. This front office didn't draft Dwayne anymore. Like, everyone who backed Wayne in that building is gone except for Dan uh, because he went to school to Bullis with his son. So mm-hmm. what's going to stop Ron at the end of the season, he's be like, "Nope, I don't want him anymore. He's not our guy. We didn't draft him. What do we care? We're just gonna just yeah. go after Trevor or this Ohio State kid or that North Dakota State kid.
1: Or what about That's, hey Cam Newton? You want to run, or, run it back for another three years? Yeah. yeah,
0: I still give him credit for just being like, yeah, hey, yeah, Dwayne's our guy. It's, yeah. it's his brand, it's his team. We could he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Absolutely. He doesn't have to start. He doesn't have to start Dwayne, but it seems like he's gonna start him." until the wheels fall off as and, it should. I think he understands and I, and, that
2: he has to find out what he has in, because like like you yeah, pointed out, we have, a, this is our first round pick that was in a second full year. Let's at least give him a shot. So we don't have to worry about the quarterback mm-hmm. position moving forward at the end of the season. We'll, we'll know if we do or not.
1: We'll have that conversation. And yeah, you know, a, a couple things, one, I don't think we're bad enough to be able to acquire generational type talent like a Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. To get Trevor Lawrence, you have to be the worst in the NFL. Yeah,
2: I don't think we're be yeah. the worst. We're, NFL. We're
1: we are not, not the worst team in the, worst in the NFL, and we're probably not the second worst team in the NFL. So that means Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields are gone. So then what? See, but would no. you
0: draft Justin Fields too? I wouldn't. Like if Dwayne Haskins, if you can, Ohio State quarterbacks just don't work out. So it's like, would you go? Again, would you just run that back? I wouldn't.
1: Hello, Hello. Just, started, just started screaming, it's I've been saying <laughs> <laughs> Ohio. It, you know, I feel like, but Justin Fields kind of fits that modern NFL type quarterback now that is a great cool threat. Well, I, I love it, Justin Fields, but would you draft
0: from the same college that produced such a great quarterback and do 50 touchdowns and yeah, however many interceptions?
1: Man, and same it, style of play. tricky. And
2: he's smaller than Dwayne, isn't he?
1: Yeah, he is. It's tricky. He is. And so I did want to well, – last question about Dwayne, guys. Well, I have a, two more. Excuse me. We're at 45 so minutes. So the game, Dwayne went on Twitter and started blocking those that were speaking poorly of him. Now, I get it. This is the modern-day athlete. They are going to be intertwined via social media. I understand. Is this – you know, news or noise? You know, are we? Is that is that just is what it is? Or is that a poor reflection on the leader, the captain, the quarterback of this team, blocking fans on Twitter because they don't think he's good at what he does? Um, he's not
3: a he's not a public servant. Mm-hmm. He's a private citizen. He's not beholden to anybody. Sure. He. I mean. Is it the right move? No, because you, what you immediately do when you, it's the same adage that our parents always told us is that if you give the bully time or if you acknowledge what they're saying, or if you play into their shit, you make it worse. So, I mean, should he have done it? Probably not. I mean, I think being in the NFL, you need to have a a really, any professional sport for that matter, you need to have a really thick skin because you're on display all the time. But I mean, is he allowed to? I mean, sure. Yeah, he's a private He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, I, but at same token, he's still going to get. I mean, as much as he's being made fun of for, you know, not playing well or up to other people's expectations. I mean, he's that's he he's having the opposite effect at this point. Where if he's blocking people, they're only giving him credence basically to his absolute character. But you know, I I mean, I can. I think it was probably the wrong move to do that but you know he's,
1: sure. he's well it, it it looks bad but then again if someone was telling me i'm awful i wouldn't want to hear it either um yeah.
3: I'm you I'm can sure mute you him saying
1: worse things than that too
2: i mean i would oh, rather they, him do this they than, were
1: ruthless greg they were ruthless i'd rather him
2: really
0: do bad. this than trip yeah. bad. Like, it's a terrible it was place. bad if people yeah. on the internet are awful
1: yes horrible so, humans bobby Ian, you you guys are very well versed in the twitter sphere we Especially do? when it comes to debating Redskins quarterbacks,
2: ah.
1: <laughs> <Jar>. <laughs> I was like, did Bo do something?
0: Yeah,
2: I thought he got a bit got or time. something.
1: And um, damn it. You know, so what are you guys' thoughts on that? And I mean, the vitriol. Like, I thought the Kirk, the Kirk debate was going to be was exhausting. Like this already, Jesus. Christ This is awesome. way worse. Man, this is worse. It's worse like, instantly. <laughs> instantly, it's so bad.
2: I honestly don't.
1: Which then makes me feel validated because we were right about Kirk. Like, we actually had someone that was good at this, this position, and he should have stayed, and we should have never been in this position, but
0: here we are. But don't, tell, no, don't say that because Kirk hasn't been doing that well over there now. So the, want oh, Can we come on back, bud? Please, please come back. I would love Kirk. But I, I want to see where Dwayne goes and it's just all this hatred towards him just blows my mind. He started 9 games. 9 games. How many under Bill Callahan? Like yeah. come on. Like let's give him a little let's give him a long leash here, okay? Yep. yep. It it hasn't been anything. He started one season since high school. That's it. That's it. And it was one year at Ohio State.
3: It's so crazy to me. This is fucking
0: Yes. Um, Yeah, and then he gets shit on Greg. (laughs) He gets. Did he look good? No, he looked. He looked like crap this past week, and he should get shit on a little bit for that, but not to the extent of what it is. I see other quarterbacks fuck up, and then it's like, well, it's it's a Daniel Jones has had games like that multiple times.
3: Hmm. It's like when I walked on at Maryland for
1: defensive end; it was
3: just should have been a fullback.
1: (sighs) Definitely, I am a Terp. So, Bobby, Ian, what are your best thoughts on, you know, the the modern NFL quarterback blocking his fans because they thought he had a bad game? Are they, they spoke?
2: I'd rather him do that than chirp back and get into like an open public argument with him on Twitter. Like that's even more childish. It's
1: like he did the, the he did the keep the same energy post, but um, I I would here's rather the h-
0: thing. if I was twenty two, whatever it is, and worth millions and worth millions Keep that same could energy, you imagine cowboy? could you imagine what i would be saying like anybody like honestly like i i can't say one way or the other it would I be remember, bad.
3: case in point i remember i let ian use my ps4 mic once playing, <laughs> playing call of duty in our in our early 20s and that ended in like maybe 10 minutes <laughs> yeah, yeah he, took, he, took, he
0: took that away from me real quick because they were talking <laughs> so much shit. <laughs> They 13, deserve to get shit on Greg and I stand by
2: it. 13-year-olds are the worst. 13-year-olds <laughs> are the meanest people on the planet.
0: Oh, they're horrible. They're horrible human beings. That's why I had
1: to let them know. So, um, just to kind of put a, a bow on this.
2: Bow.
1: Um, if you, you Bobby, and you two are, are betting gentlemen. And I know this is just stupid
2: but all podcast
1: fodder. But if you were to bet on this, is next year's starting quarterback currently on this roster? Ah,
0: yes. Depends on the odds, but I'm going yes.
2: I'm going to go yes, too.
1: And we're alluding to Dwayne Haskins, obviously, not yes. Kyle Allen.
2: Well, then I'll change my mind. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I know I, I'm going yes to you. I. Ugh. Bobby, your positivity is showing. <laughs> I would like to believe that Dwayne can turn. I mean, look again. He's not. I mean, I, I I don't. Maybe Umo. Maybe pro. Maybe Porter can let me know. Was Baltimore eviscerating Lamar Jackson this week on Twitter or on sports radio? I mean, he also won fourteen games US, last yeah, year. Who, who are
3: you talking to?
2: <laughs> I know that was a fucking joke, Porter. <laughs> <laughs> but like, Lamar just had a shitty game too. Like, it happens. Like, is he? Well, I'm he's. Sure they,
3: I'm sure they were. I'm he's, sure they absolutely were. Yeah, but I mean, like, Baltimore fans are also just as much loyal as they are vocal about being angry when things
1: don't
2: go their way. Oh, oh, oh I, I, I know I it. Just, I describe feed,
1: Ravens fans as ungrateful.
2: I feed that fire so much. That's amazing. I probably shouldn't. That's yeah, very petty of me, but I do anyways. Anyway, the ungrateful. point the point is everyone has bad games. Like, So it's yeah. not like, you know, Dwayne had a bad game. How do you respond from that? That's what I want to see now. It's like, I'm not expecting you to go to a 16-0 and, and win the MVP and win a Super Bowl. I'm expecting you to show a, some form of growth so by the end of the season we can say, all right, you are a guy. I can build around you. I can. I see you continue to improve next season. I don't need to go draft a quarterback. I don't need to go sign Cam Newton. Um, even though I think Cam in that room might not be helpful for him, but I, with Alex Smith there, that's got to be helpful to him as well. Sure. So I'm going to go on the odds where that and and my optimism and say that mm-hmm. he will grow throughout the course of this season, and by the end of the season, we will at least be comfortable saying, okay. We can start next year with him. We don't need to draft a quarterback. And I also like from we said twenty minutes ago, like we're not the top three worst teams in the NFL. We'll probably tick. We'll probably pick between five and ten. Is my guess. We're not going to be a guess, top too. five pick, so we're not going to get a quarterback anyways. Um, and if we were, it would be signing like one of those free agents that you mentioned. And I, I don't see them doing that. I I see them. Trying Did to ride it out uh, with the way because he improved. Can you
1: imagine the shit show if, like, we signed Aaron Rodgers or something?
2: Oh, I would buy my Aaron Rodgers Washington football team jersey <laughs> immediately. Immediately. He's my f- <laughs> Ian from across the room. Ian, or <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is my favorite non Washington football team football player of all time.
1: So, a, a couple know, things. Something to, to speak of that because currently we are one and two. And tie for first place in the NFC East. Um, I think at this point the we should
2: be the, in first place. Never forget, Dallas should be zero three. Fucking yeah. Falcons.
1: Yeah the the Eagles are a dumpster fire. They're getting hurt every other sentence. It feels like I um, I think a large portion of the you know the NFL fanhood overestimated um, the Eagles at this point. The Giants are also. In deep trouble, especially now that Saquon Barkley, their best offensive player, is out for the year. Um, the Cowboys have played some really good teams lately, and so I, I would still say they are the best team out of out of the four. At the same time, and I feel like this really was a detriment to us a couple of years ago when we started six and two. Is please don't let this serve as we have an opportunity to go nine and seven and win the NFC East because
2: yes. Don't be a wizard. Putting
1: band-aids on stuff like that is the reason we're here in the first place. We are a bad team. Let us be bad. Let us continue to draft and develop and um, grow young talent because that's what is needed to be successful in this, this league.
2: And that ties back to maintaining our expectations. Like, you know, I know it's hard Sunday, every Sunday when you're sitting down watching the game, but after the fact, you know, losing, it's like, okay, yes, we're not going to be 12 and 4. We're more likely going to be 4 and 12. Like, it's fine. And the fact that we've already beaten a team that we shouldn't have should be a form of optimism. And I know that the Browns game was ugly, but like, look how, I mean, I don't want to keep harping on one win um, against a not as good Eagles team as we thought, but. You know, that kind of gives you hope. Of, okay, you know, maybe we can beat up on the Giants this year and actually win two of those games. We could probably beat the Bengals. We could probably beat the Lions. You know, we might be able to win a game we're not supposed to, especially if this defense gets back to being healthy. Um, so there's reason for optimism, but there's no reason to get out of control with it and think that we're going to finish above 500 or be a playoff team. At
3: the
0: same
2: Unless time. you're like, Ian I, and Porter. I 11,
1: <laughs> 11 wins. <laughs> I saw a, an article today that like, if this continues, if Dwayne Haskins continues to play at this level, he's going to lose. I'm going to lose a locker room.
0: Yeah, and that's what and, I'm worried about. Sorry, go ahead.
1: No, no, Ian, go ahead. No,
0: I—that's I, what I'm worried about too. Yeah, it's how he got the C already baffles my mind. Like, I, I don't get it. I was when they did it, I was like, okay, good for him. I haven't seen anything of the sort. To prove that he deserves the C on his chest, mm-hmm. everybody else, Jonathan Allen, that's a bona fide captain. Yeah, like the other ones, I get it. Trent Williams, when he was here, yeah, that's yeah, fucking throw the C on him. Yep. he's getting the C strictly for the fact that he's the quarterback. Quarter. Yep. It, I don't see him leading anybody. Yep. If anything, Terry McLaurin deserves it more than more than Dwayne, sure. the guy he throws the ball to. Gets everybody hyped way more than him.
1: Yeah. I agree. This is just – why can't we get this position right? <laughs> huh. um, you know, it's only no most – What's that, Porter? No say. No say. I'm no say. Um, so, uh, other than Haskins, I said, what do we like, what do we dislike? A couple things. Um, the Troy Apke exper- um, experiment, I- I'm good. Um, let's not do that anymore, please. Ooh, how um, bad
0: was Sean Davis to get cut? Like how bad right? was he? Like how bad oh, was he, that he didn't just beat out Troy after to start. He got mm-hmm. cut.
1: And as it isn't on another team yet, he's still a uh, free agent. Yeah. Uh, well, I th- uh, oh, did he, he signed with the Steelers? Did they not keep him? Oh, I didn't know he resigned with them.
0: Well, he signed like immediately. Maybe that was preseason.
1: Got it. Um, I actually, I thought, um, one of the a guy that really stood out for me uh, this past Sunday was actually an undrafted free agent, Isaiah Wright. Bobby, he looked good.
2: He did look good.
1: He had a he had a game. He had like a interception-saving tackle on a defensive back, where he essentially became the defensive back. And also a you know,
2: horrible throw.
1: Yeah, it was really bad. Uh, that was really bad. Um, but he, he looks like. Um, As they as like FP says on the Nath broadcast, his stuff plays.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, they even gave him a couple opportunities on some end arounds.
1: Yep. Um, Terry McLaurin continues to be as advertised. Uh, I like what I've seen from Antonio Gibson. I wonder if he's ever going to be the type of player that's going to get like 20 carries a game. Not yet, but
0: I think he's averaging
1: like four and a half yards a carry.
0: Yeah. And again, coming from 33 yards a carry. 33 mm-hmm. carries in college. Yep. 33 carries in college. He looks good for having that little experience. Yeah. I like um, to
2: see them ramp up his touches more.
1: Yeah. Um, you know who I've been disappointed in? Really disappointed in so far. And especially on Sunday was Landon Collins, you know, one of the highest paid safeties in football. And when you're getting paid that amount, you also have a, a C on your jersey um, and a multi time Pro Bowler. Freaking play like it because he's not yeah absolutely is it
2: though because he doesn't have any help with Troy Apke? like he figures he can't
1: well he, he's a box safety then be the best box safety in football if you're getting paid like that mm-hmm. with a defensive line this talented yep he's been bad um and I, I would continue to say, like, our other than, you know, the obvious, our, our biggest weakness continues to be left tackle. Darren I, I, Christian's got a little bit better week by week, I feel like, but it, it's, I, I don't believe he's in the uh, part of the long-term plans. But um, we are still lacking serious talent as far as the wide receiver core and tight end. Um, I believe Logan Thomas is either close to first or at least second in total team targets, yet he's yeah. never freaking open. Um, and that's not a disrespect to Logan Thomas. He's just not premier starting caliber tight end in football. And of it um, just and goes that, to show that that's what we need is a premier tight end. Yeah, because that's what Dwayne is comfortable with. For the love of God, here, Cleveland Browns. Here's a fourth round pick. Here's a third round pick. gave us David and Doku, or OJ Howard, Tampa. Like, some, just give us something. Because um, I would love it, it, to see
0: a two, a two tight end set with OJ. And sure. Logan Thomas. That would be yeah. amazing.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, because Logan Thomas has talent. He's 6'6, 245. Like, he's a it's big there. guy. He's a good athlete. But he's not a premier, cat, like a, a high level caliber setting tight end. And, and clearly, Dwayne has a tendency to throw to tight ends, as most young quarterbacks do. Mm-hmm. We've said
0: it forever. We've said it
1: well, forever for two years. Um, Bobby, Ian, Porter. Anyone else that stands out? John Bostic. He's a good. Those mm-hmm. guys look good. Like Kevin Pierre lewis number fifty four, is look very good. Definitely yeah. Cool. And good we,
2: we totally thought that uh,
1: Curl looked good. Sorry. Curl, Curl did look really good. good. Yeah. Can He play free safety.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say give him a shot over Apke.
1: Well, I mean, why not? He that's I think that's why he's been playing mostly. They like this guy more.
2: He's been playing mostly the nickel, right, or a dime.
1: Yeah, I feel like he was like he's like the Kaishan Jarrett that we had a few years ago. Yeah. Tragically, had a, a career-ending injury, but he had he had a bright future ahead of him. Like,
2: you know,
1: it's probably our fault to be honest.
2: <laughs> but throw or curl, throw curl at free safety and see what he can do with Landon Collins. Maybe that maybe he has a little more athleticism and allow you know a little more speed because mm-hmm. Troy Apke can't keep up with a tight end. Like he's just not it, and whoever thought he was it. it I need the beat writers he's, to tell me more how impressive he was in training camp because he he's is just a dog. better athlete
1: than he is right? a football player.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. I, the, the tools are there. The speed is there, and everything. Mm-hmm. He's the exact opposite of a normal white safety. It's like Reed Doughty was all <laughs> was all yeah, up he's here. Of Reed Doughty, right? <laughs> Yeah, he's all mental, yeah. but he just didn't have the physical tools. And Troy Apke like, "Oh, he runs a 4 2 and just can't read anything. He takes the worst lines. Uh, the, his it's angles. Humanly possible. It, he is really bad at sense. geometry. It's good God. And then even geometry, he just lets somebody go right past him. Like, you're the deep safety right now. Yeah. Like, you have, like That's all you have to do is not let him behind you. How did and they? He's five yards behind
2: you. I guarantee you that Eagles team went back and looked at the tape and be like, we should have scored seven touchdowns on this dude because all yeah. our receivers were just running free behind him. Luckily, our defensive line was getting to Carson Wentz in like three seconds.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He had a dropped interception on Sunday, too. Um
2: yeah, I'm um, um, I I'm I'm was
1: just that, happy yeah. that he
0: was there. He's I, it, I that's did true. see that. I watched that in play and I was like, I'm just happy he was
1: there. Then then again, Ian, like I, I still feel like there's a role with Appy on this team. I thought he was our best special teamer last year. So, and he
0: could stay on special teams as, he, as much as he likes. like. please yeah, stay put on him there. Teams.
1: Yep. He's he's fantastic on special teams. Yep. The speed that's comes time. to play there. Yeah, utilize your athleticism and speed on special teams as a gunner and, and something like that. I agree, makes sense.
2: Back on the all off- right guys on the offensive side, I want Gandy Golden to get some more playing time.
1: I, I'd rather Gandy Golden play than Bouchard Inman. No disrespect to Inman, like I'm, I'm good.
2: Just give him a chance. Why not? I mean, we talk about how many, like especially with Kelvin Harmon out, like you drafted him in what the fifth round, third round. Give him a chance. Why not?
1: Fourth round, excuse me. For, um, yeah, Gibson. I thought it was yeah, – th- Gibson, Gibson, was, Gibson third. was third.
2: But, like, you know, throw him out there. Let him – I mean, he, he's got let a couple it out, touches. With it.
3: Let him spin.
2: He got a couple touches against Arizona <laughs> and he looked – I looks, just
0: watched that the other night.
2: I mean, it's it's either they don't think he can play or for whatever reason they think that, you know, he the other guys above him are just giving them a bare shot to win. But at this point, what do we – I mean, I want to see who can play, especially from this draft class. This is Ron's first draft class. Throw them out there. I need Shadiq Charles out there.
1: I want to see who can play too, but Ron's got to stop waving the freaking white flag with two minutes to play in each game. Two games in a row, he's done this. And I understand that he doesn't want to risk injury. We've led the league in injuries the past two years, but he keeps on saying, we're a young team. We need reps. We need the reps. We need the reps. Yet he's waved the flag two games in a row, and it really like that. That's bothered me more than Haskins interceptions and, and stuff like that. I just, I, I don't understand his rationale behind it. Um So if someone can explain it to me, I would appreciate it. Cause I, I don't get it.
2: I, it does not bother me as much as it's bothered some. Um I do kind of get it. It's like, what, now there's two sides to it though, because like I I know the counter argument, but like what do you get like in that Cardinals game, what are you gaining from going down and kicking a field goal when you're already like what's, Well,
1: wouldn't you point? say that like a, a productive matriculating pipe drive would do a world of good for our, our young quarterback? So that's you know? what I would
2: say. It's like maybe like let Haskins run the two minute drill even when it doesn't matter. Like just get him yes. more comfortable, like okay, you could say that. But like I, I think also too like especially week two where that's when we saw all these dreadful and, dra- and just killer injuries across the league. I think we're seeing that the preseason is a little more important than we thought in terms of protecting guys from injuries. Uh, I think that they're that's gonna continue and we're gonna see a lot more guys go down uh, without a proper preseason. And so, you know, may, and he hasn't said anything. So, but maybe to me, it's like you know what? I am not risking. He, he's here for the future. He's not here for twenty twenty. He's here in twenty twenty to build for the future. So, I think the only the only thing I would say is yes, give Dwayne the chance to run the two minute drill in a real life situation against an opposing team and see what he what? can do. But at the same time, a- why risk injury? Why go all, all the way down to kick a field goal in a? What was it? A twenty-point game at that point. Yeah, but
1: but isn't that a contradiction? Saying that your young players need reps, and then when they have an opportunity to get those productive reps, they're not doing it. It's and even more of a contradiction like, I know, when. I know all... you should be. I know you should be con- like health conscious, but I feel like we this is a contact sport. I you can't play not to get hurt.
2: Right, right, right. You definitely can't play well, like I, I think also it's a contradiction when all we heard during training camp is that we're never going to quit. We're always going to fight to the last whistle. We're, we're, yeah. we're the Washington football team, and then they kind of gave up
1: and, and what's that say as it like if, if I'm a player if I'm a young player I'm like the hell like I want to play Like, yeah, we only get 16 of these Yeah, let's play like I, I I just feel like that's done more harm than good Ian what do you think
0: like I said I didn't see this this week with the mm-hmm. but I don't like I don't like it at all that he's just waving the flag by any means fuck, mm-hmm. run it I mean he's already thrown multiple interceptions okay then let him fucking throw against a prevent defense build some confidence going in yep. next week exactly you get, th- you get those garbage time plays and it, it does it helps you out it helps your confidence they were just doing these little ticky tack bull thing bullshit yep. like it's, it's it's not gonna help you out for next week yep. maybe it'll save from some freak accident but
1: I, I, just, I don't think you I don't think you should coach around that like no like I, I'm not going to coach out of fear of injury in and in yeah yes it's meaningless because we lost regardless but I mean I just don't know how they're going to improve without as many reps as possible especially when you didn't have them yes so I, I, I don't I just
0: I, I don't let get let it let them play let them play and play play the last whistle what Bobby yep. just said, that Ron said, <laughs> play the last whistle. Please, please play the last whistle. That's we, all are, I want.
1: we are Ron Rivera supporters. He is such oh, a he, such a breath of fresh air. He's a decent, good man, and it's just so nice to see. Uh, it, it just – I don't get it. I don't understand it. And I, I really think that's going to rub his his players the wrong way. Yeah, only time will tell. But. Yeah.
3: Mm.
1: Okay, guys. Um, that was a good solid hour of, of Washington football talk.
2: 110, didn't baby. Do
1: didn't do it. Um, we're going to go over week three's pick em results. No. <laughs> Order. <laughs> okay.
2: Mine were terrible.
1: In um, last week's results, there is a tie for first place. In. Daniella with 10. Fucking Daniella. Fucking Daniella. Then there is a five-way tie for second place. Tom, Porter, Umo, Healy, Cookie, 9. Right behind that is our little Bobby with 8. Hey, babe. And then Emily Umo, who joined last second for the 4 o'clock Sunday games, got went one for five, and she has a total of one point. Yeah, but um, she got that one fucking point. You get that one point. Um, so the cumulative standings, as of now, first place, Daniela with 35. There is a tie for second place, Bobby, Ian, 34 each. I am right behind you guys, Tom, with 33. Umo and Healy are in fourth, tied, respectively, with 32. Porter's just behind them, 31. Cookies behind Porter twenty eight and Emily's got one. So, <laughs> all right. Um, so there was three three topics I wanted to highlight briefly here. Um, this past Monday night football game between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens, every single one of us actually predicted the Ravens to win. We were all incorrect. Good Lord, do the Chiefs look just as good as they did last year, if not better? Um I was kind of disappointed. I was really into I was really, really hoping for just an absolute shootout and just, you know, these are the two best teams in football and and just watch it at its at its on its grandest stage. And uh it was rather anticlimactic, guys.
2: Yeah, that sucked. I mean I picked the Ravens and I even said I kinda wanted them to lose, and they got
1: whooped. They got waxed.
2: And I think that's just I think that's—Kansas City, not only—I mean, Kansas City is Kansas City. I think there's no shame in losing. I mean, I think we talked about this on the group chat. There's no shame in losing to the Chiefs because they're, they're defending Super Bowl champions. They're so good. But like like we just talked about with Washington, the way they lost, I mean, that just was the blueprint to every team on how to beat Baltimore. Stack the box. Play man-on-man side. They don't really have any deep threats. You shouldn't be intimidated by their threats. They have Marquise Brown, and that's about it. Uh, and, and stop their run. Make Lamar throw from inside the pocket. He's not that accurate. I mean, he looked like Dwayne out there, honestly.
0: Kyler Murray is more accurate.
2: Kyler Murray is more. way more accurate than yeah. both of them. Like
0: well, then he, I mean, Dwayne is already that's all the time. But table. I'm saying,
2: like Lamar looked like Dwayne in that game. He and and. I, I don't think I think going into that night I think I've thought that it was going to be a shootout because I didn't think Kansas City's defense was that good. I thought Baltimore's defense was going to be really good, and it completely changed my mind. I think Baltimore's defense. I mean, Kansas City makes everyone look like that, but Baltimore's defense looked completely lost out there. They did, and Kansas City's defense looked really good. And I said, Kansas City's going to run this back because if their defense plays like that, who's going to stop Pat Mahomes and that offense? You're covering Tyreek Hill. Well, here's Travis Kelsey. You're covering him too. Well, here's our running back, who I'm not even gonna bother pronouncing his name. Uh, you're covering is those guys. Hilaire here's Sammy Watkins. Here's Nicole Hardman. It's like
0: Hardman, yeah.
2: Hilarious, yeah, hilarious. Uh, like you know that. And then if everyone's covered, Mahomes uh, Mahomes off. is gonna take off. Yeah.
1: So and then Andy Reid calling plays in the in the uh, um, on the line situations is just.
2: Did you see, Yo, yeah, and yeah, and like, imagine? shuffle passes to tight ends <laughs> fullbacks. and and fullbacks, or not tight ends, uh, 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 linemen and, and fullbacks, unbelievable. So, and then, did you also see people giving Lamar shit after the game for basically giving the league the blueprint? Because, like, someone asked him, like, w- like, what were they doing to, like, slow you down, and he was like, well, they stacked the box, they brought their safeties down and stacked the box, and... That's basically what they did, and, and that's what Tennessee did last year in the playoffs. It's like, okay, so you your, t- your last two losses. So you're basically just telling the whole league how to, how to beat you and that, what you don't want to see. So now everyone's going to do it. So, I mean, unfortunately for us, luckily for them, they're facing us this week, so they'll bounce back.
1: Hey, rule number one, we're a pure all guys. We know the rules. Which I is a, I was also so mad that,
0: that they lost.
1: Right, And you actually said that before before the game. Before started. the
0: game, and I like I was like, I picked them. I didn't care who won. I picked I picked the Ravens, but I really didn't care. I really wanted the Ravens to win just so we didn't play them after they lost. And now it's gonna be a bloodbath. Well, you know, it's even
2: yeah. a bigger shame is after that, and now we're gonna be without Matt Niatis. We're gonna be without Chase Young this week. Like I feel like. If our defense yeah. took that blueprint, we would have kept is, that close.
0: Let's get this. Or this is one of those games where we don't stand any chance winning. Huh? And we still Stop. eat. Stop. <laughs> Stop doing this. Tom, I can <laughs> feel it. I can feel it. Because if lawns. that's if that's how you beat it.
2: <laughs> if that's how you beat Baltimore, our defense is maybe the best equipped team in football to do that. A dominant front line, solid running backs, and then a box safety in Landon Collins. Maybe Landon Collins actually has a good game and, and makes tackles up front, nice. at the front of the line of scrimmage. And then you just trust. I mean, our, our DBs aren't as good, trust. but you just trust our no DBs trust. to cover their receivers one-on-one on the outside and make Lamar throw. And he can't do it. Okay. But anyways, well, I, I
0: think Kyler was an audition and we failed that audition.
2: Right. But I think Kyler's better than Lamar in terms of being a, a passer
0: passer yeah. he's
2: more of a dual threat.
0: Yes, but he he killed us on the ground too. Lamar
2: going Lamar can kill us on the ground too. And he's gonna. Yeah, but hard. if if we take that away from him, I would rather Lamar throw. If we take the ground away from Kyler, he can still throw. All
1: right. Most importantly, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins. You know. Why? Yeah. Why the little guys, guy named DeAndre Hopkins? <laughs> I, I I love friendship as much as you guys. Why would you subject yourselves to watch a Ravens Washington game? at Umo's house in Baltimore.
2: Because he's going to grill meats for us and buy uh, buy beer? Uh,
1: again, my, my question. Or tartar.
0: <laughs> well, okay, Umo's. We agreed to this like gonna months umo. ago. Umo's going to Umo. <laughs> but
1: he's actually not that bad.
2: No, he's what? by far my favorite Ravens fan of
0: all time.
1: What, Right? Ian, what about when Penn State beats Maryland in basketball and he, t- he texts us basketball school?
0: Then I'm going to drop kick his phone. <laughs> like, hey, if, hey. I would never watch a, a a basketball game, a Penn State basketball game against Maryland. Okay. Never, never happen. He, he knows that they're not supposed to win that game. He he's, went, he's going to be annoying.
2: Yeah. But he <laughs> went to a Penn State-Maryland football game with us, and they destroyed us on national television, and he was reasonable.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So much so that he drove Ian all the way back to Baltimore.
0: <laughs> He, t- he tried to find my address, but it was just, that wasn't working out for anybody. <laughs>
2: yeah, Megan tried to find it, too.
0: <laughs> Appreciate all you guys.
2: <laughs> so, I don't think you, I mean yeah, it's a double it. It's honestly a coin. Like, either it goes by the script and they kick our ass like they're supposed to and Umo's just fine because that's what's supposed to happen or we pull off the opposite and then I'm just the most annoying person of all time. Man, we're the annoying
0: fans, you know? <laughs> And we're in Baltimore. Oh, I'll
2: go streaking in Baltimore. Let us
0: have our day. There's zero percent um, chance I go. I don't talk shit, not to him, but just like just pumped up, just to the city. Not saying I'm not saying I'm going to Baltimore.
1: Take that, you Domino thing. sign. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, next topic. Um, I said you you all done pissed off a a Ron. Um, there are seven undefeated teams left in the NFL one of which is the Green Bay Packers. They also have the highest point differential in the NFC. Um, this was a big deal because A-Ron... Um,
2: Don't piss him off. It's almost as if he's still good.
1: He, they drafted a quarterback Weird. in the first round this past spring instead of picking a receiver for help to help him. Well, that
2: stat blew my mind. Can we talk about that for a second? The fact that he has thrown two touchdown passes to first-rounders in his career... That blows my mind. I would never have guessed that. I would say it's maybe like 50 to two. He's going to go back as one of the best quarterbacks of all time, and he's only thrown two touchdown he, passes to first rounders.
0: Yeah, this is the How best do you draft really like players. that? They didn't even draft him. They didn't draft the two first rounders. It's crazy.
2: <laughs> how do they draft? How do you? What year is this for him? Like, how does that happen? Thirteen. How do you not draft one receiver in the receiver, receiver in the first round for him? In Leglau? Team Leglaw <laughs> Oh my god I, I I would be So mad if I was a Packers fan
1: <laughs> Then I'd be, again I'm He's rate. playing at an MVP level again um, I, I feel like they are Far and away the best team in the uh, NFC North um, Now that Mitch Trubisky has been benched Nick Foles gets another opportunity to start I feel like this is like the 10th team He's had this opportunity to do so um, that said, the Bears are also three and zero, but they haven't really shown to the same level that Green Bay has.
2: Yeah, and one um, of those losses came to Atlanta.
1: <laughs> yes, and that was actually my next topic. Oh my Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons! Oh my God, guys!
2: <laughs> How Dan Quinn still has a job is beyond me.
1: He is gonna get got. How did he not get yeah, fired? Does he finish the year? Does he finish the year? You In can't. No right? You
2: can't finish the year with him.
1: Probably not. I- I would say Adam Gates is probably going to be the first to go, the Jets coach. He sucks. He's I, really why bad. would
2: you ever hire Adam Gates? I don't know. <laughs> what are the well, Jets are going to Jets. But back to I mean, the the crazy thing to me is that it's not the Falcons offense, it's the defense and Dan Quinn was brought in to be a defensive coach. Hmm. He was the Seahawks defensive coordinator before he was the Falcons and it's the defense that's Shitty. That's that's his specialty, and that they're the ones that keep blowing the lead. Now I didn't watch those two games that closely, so I, they could have pulled a Super Bowl and just been playing not to lose. But I mean, you have three of the biggest second half collapses in NFL history in history on your ledger now. I, I don't know how you survive this season if you do. I mean, is all they have to have an amazing turnaround. And somehow win the South, or or squeak in with the extra wild card team.
0: That onside just, kick, just that onside ha- kick. Never That's forget. Coaching. Never forget. That is coaching. Never forget.
2: <laughs> never forget Dallas should be zero three.
1: Yes, they really should. All they had to do was jump on the ball. Jump on the ball. And can uh, you imagine, it, like, if you could you imagine being a Falcons fan right now? No, no. This would be a <laughs> very. I don't think I could ever get over that Super Bowl loss.
2: Nope. This would be a very depressing podcast. Yep. And then and then no team has ever blown fifteen point leads in the fourth quarter in the same season. In the same season, and they did it in two years in back to back weeks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like And to Nick Foles, like, hey, good for Nick Foles. I'm proud of it. I you. mean And I picked the Bears, so that helped me. Yeah, right, I good. picked it in this, didn't I? I picked the Falcons. I picked the Falcons. I, did Falcons, did I, too, I picked the Bears, right? Um, I know I picked them in my other pick okay. but that was against
1: the spread. And you did pick the Bears. Bobby and I picked the Falcons.
0: So, let's go, Foles. Foles. Right, Dan, Quinn, Dan Quinn should keep his job. I thank
1: you. I you. Who's their first coach fired? Gase or him?
0: Gase,
2: probably Gase, because I, I think the Falcons will eventually win a game. The Jets yeah. will go two and fourteen.
0: The Jets are, they just look like a dumpster fire. I think it's so bad. we don't them this
1: year.
2: Yeah. Uh, um. we be the cure.
1: Oh, for sure. Not with Ron. Okay. Not with Ron. All right. So let's go into week four's pick them. Be, you're going first, bud.
2: Let's do it. I'm going to write him down. Thursday
1: night, October 1st. Tomorrow, mm. the Denver Broncos with Brett Ripon, the nephew of Washington Redskins Super Bowl winning quarterback Mark Rickman. It's oh. his first NFL start against the winless Jets. Both teams are 0-3, actually. The Jets are favored by one and a half points. At home. At home.
2: It wasn't. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Broncos.
1: Okay. I'll go after you, Bob. I'm gonna go let's go Jets. I feel like I thought right. it was me, right? Yeah, I thought
2: it was
0: Ian because he
1: uh, Yep, you're number, right.
0: <laughs> and the whole thing was <laughs> so it didn't get confusing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> happens every year.
0: <laughs> yep. My <laughs> bad. Virginia's Broncos, doing great. Broncos, Jets. Yep. I'm going dumpster fire. Let's go. Going Jets? Yeah.
1: Okay.
2: Oh, God. Doc Rivers to the Sixers. That would suck.
1: Please. Um, Porter, what you got, bud? Yes. <laughs> jets?
2: Oh, I thought you said yes.
0: That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Like, no, Porter just
1: Porter just doesn't give a shit. He's throwing in the wrong <laughs> White flag. <laughs> All right. Um, the two and one Indianapolis Colts travel to the undefeated Chicago Bears. The Colts are favored by two and a half points. Porter, what say you? Bears. All right, Ian. Sorry, me. Um, I'm going to go Colts. I'm going Colts.
2: I kind of want to go Bears. Uh, Bears and...
1: I like the Colts defense a lot. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go Colts. Leave, leave Porter on his
1: island. It is.
0: Anyway. Well, we don't know. There's like four of the people in this thing now, too. That's true.
1: True. All right.
0: I still like the other.
1: The Gardner Minshew, Jay Gruden led Jacksonville Jaguars traveled to Cincinnati. Jaguars are one and two. The Bengals are oh two and one. Good God, do we need to fix the overtime rules in the NFL? There should never the be Bengals. ties. The Bengals are favored by three. Bobby.
2: Uh Give me, give me. Joe Burrow gets his first NFL win.
1: Ian, yeah,
0: they want to go Joe Burrow, but give me the stash. Okay,
1: give
0: give me the stash.
1: Uh. The, the Bengals have been close a number of times. Uh, they do not look nearly as bad game.
2: as I thought they would. No, and Joe Burrow
1: good. has looked as advertised. Uh, let's go! Let's go get his first win in Cincinnati. Porter, go Tigers. <laughs> get that reference. All right, Porter. The I'm, I'm on the island. You are. Yep. The Cleveland Browns travel to Dallas. As they play the Cowboys, the Cowboys are favored by four and a half. Browns are two and one. Cowboys one and two. Cowboys. Dallas. They're not going to let that happen. Yep. Not
3: in-house. It's...
1: Yep. I'm going to go Dallas as well. Um, they've had a tough schedule. I know they've underperformed, but they're still better than Cleveland in my opinion.
2: This is the second highest over under for the week.
1: Okay. Ian, what you got, bud?
0: Yeah, cow, cow, Cowboys are going to destroy him. Cowboys.
2: Cowboys.
1: All right. That's the first one I think we all agree on. Right? Yep. Okay. Bobby, the New Orleans Saints traveled to Detroit to play the Lions. The Saints are favored by four, both teams are one and two.
2: Saints. Don't like facing Drew Brees after a loss, especially in his hometown.
1: That's Detroit.
2: No, I know, but he lost in his home city.
1: Gotcha. Ian. Who was it? Saints at Detroit. Saints. Saints. All right. I'm going Saints as well. Um, They have underperformed. Drew Brees has been not himself. Um, Alvin Kamara has been incredible. Um, Dude, that Good play, do that play that, was that, absurd. It
2: also, ridiculous. Also, we need to talk more about that offensive lineman chugging ass downfield. Good for that guy. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, I forgot to mention this in the, the pick before this with the Cleveland-Dallas game. Um, that clip of that de- Dallas defensive lineman. Fuck Jader that, rolling, dude. Uh, the running back for the Seahawks, Chris Carson. Chris Carson. Yeah.
2: my fantasy I team. hope
1: you are suspended. Um, that is... Um, obviously, flagrant and intentional, and uh, that's awful.
0: Yeah, when a head coach comes out and says like, "No, that that play, that exact play was fucked up. That mm-hmm. that play is fucked up," and the guy got injured.
3: Yeah, yes, he did. Yep. He's
2: having a good start to the season too. He's
0: good.
1: Yep.
2: He's on my fantasy team.
1: All right, order the unde- undefeated Seahawks traveled to Miami play the Dolphins the Seahawks are favored by six and a half Russell Wilson probably the early season MVP at the moment Seahawks I'm gonna go Seahawks as well I find it incredible I mean, we found this out uh I, th- I guess last week that Russell Wilson has never received one single MVP vote not one
0: well they said that preseason
1: they, they mentioned that on um the Seahawks Patriots game last week um, this is ridiculous was Seahawks for you, that's Seahawks all the way around, guys?
0: Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Who co- who comes out of the NFC West? They're all good.
2: I'm going to say the Seahawks. I'm going,
1: I'm going Seahawks.
2: Is the Niners In-rated injuries? The Niners, yeah. Yeah. Niners injury. i go Seahawks, Cardinals, Niners. I mean, unless the Niners get healthy near the end of the season.
1: The Niners look pretty good with Mullins, and that's just the same with him then.
2: Yeah, but they've also played the Giants and Jets back-to-back weeks.
1: It's just good coaching, that's all.
2: <laughs> What's that?
0: Well, the Sorry. thing is, we had him here.
2: <laughs> and Matt LaFleur.
0: RG3's best year.
2: And Sean you know, McVay.
0: Last, last time we made the playoffs. And
2: God damn it. I
1: don't want to know. The Los Angeles Chargers traveled to Tampa Bay to play the Bucks. Bobby, the Bucks are favored by seven. Chargers are one and two. Bucks are two and one.
2: Uh, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Bucks at home. I'm gonna take the Bucks at home for the Chargers cover.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm going Bucks. Pretty much verbatim, I think. Yeah. I, I'm definitely going
2: Bucks. Yeah. yeah, I. I kind of want to see more from Herbert. I love Austin I think, Eckler too.
1: I, I agree. I, I think the Chargers have a good team. I, I like their coach. Uh, Justin Herbert has shown that he was worth their first-round pick for sure. At the same time, Tampa is just way far ahead of them at the moment. I'm going yeah. to Tampa as well.
2: And Porter is
1: the agreed sign. All right. Next game, the two and one Cardinals travel to Carolina to play the Panthers. Order, the Cardinals are favored by three and a half. Yeah.
3: I think the Cardinals win, but yeah, Cardinals.
1: Okay. I'm going to go Cardinals too. They are just clearly the better team. Ian. Cardinals. Cardinals. Okay. All right. Ginsbury,
0: fuck him.
2: Sir Herb, <laughs> bro.
0: Right? Like, you get hired because you're a good-looking white dude. You got fired from your job, and then you get an NFL job, and
1: then now you have all these weapons. Yeah, well, he was supposed to be the OC at USC after he got fired. Yeah. Then he got the head coaching gig. It was like a Jim Zorn type of yeah.
2: Rap, but that was crazy. Okay. I forgot about that. It made
1: no sense. Yeah, they just wanted to
0: find their next McVeigh.
2: Yeah. Oh.
0: With without McVeigh, Cliff Kingsbury did not get
1: that job.
2: I love McVeigh.
1: All right, guys. What an ugly man.
2: Ugly man.
1: <laughs> Who? <laughs> Jim Zorn? Yeah, he's yeah he's pretty. Good. You know, I, I disagree. He's rather medium in my opinion. Um. Well played. Thank you. <laughs> All <laughs> right this this game is is um is an interesting one because I feel like it's going to get really bad for one of the teams. Both teams are winless. The Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins, Minnesota Vikings. Empty Houston sucks year. And the Texans are favored by four and a half points. Bobby would say you. I have no idea.
2: You have no idea. I think the te- to do with this game I think the Texans are the best. Winless team remaining. I'm going to go Houston, especially at home. I don't even see a line for this game.
0: I see four uh, and a half. Four, four and a half, over under 54 and
2: a half. Uh, you think, yeah, ESPN doesn't have it up.
0: I'm on Bleacher Report right now. Bleach. Um, uh... Right, it's tough. Don't fail me now. You already know it, Thomas. Thank you.
1: Yep. <laughs> Turkey. So, I think where I'm stuck is both teams are not this bad. No. Despite Bill O'Brien doing his best to be this bad, which, good God, what are you doing? Um, Make it millions. <laughs> yes. Dudes, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, uh. Ian, I'm gonna rock with you, bud. Let's go, Vikings. Let's do it.
3: Yolo. What you it. got? Houston, baby. Fucking oh, I know. These are a shell themselves from last year. You know, walked all
1: over. It's mm. ridiculous. And it's even just beyond the absence of Stefan Diggs. Like they have just been awful. Um,
3: Ian Ian got Jeffrey in the. uh, I almost was I. I got Justin Jefferson in everything. I was I was ahead of you. I almost picked him. I almost did it. And I I decided against it. I was just going to stick with my team. And then when I saw you got him, I was like, God damn it. I
0: I was surprised that I got him in, in the Bruising Dudes. Yeah. Yeah. I was very surprised that I got him.
1: All right. Next game. Um, That is Porter. Um, This game has now since been postponed. Hopefully, it's going to be played on Monday. Um, Talking about Tuesday now, right?
3: I also saw Tuesday.
1: Yeah, Um, or nothing. The undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers travel to the undefeated Tennessee Titans. It's
0: going to be a great game.
1: Ian, do you see a line on this? Roger, checking.
0: Uh, No, all I see is over under. All I see is over under. I see. Yeah, I. Over under is forty seven and a half, but there's no line. All right. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Yep.
2: Porter, what you say, bud?
3: I feel with like the hopefully a little bit extra rest and what's his name, fucking wide receiver, oh, God
1: damn it. AJ Brown.
3: No, um, Miss Houston. Juju doesn't matter.
2: Corey Davis? Uh,
3: I'm going to go Steelers.
2: Yeah.
3: I think it's going to be a really close game, and I just – yeah, Henry Henry's going to be a beast again, although the Steelers' defensive line is pretty good. So, I don't know. I think Pittsburgh's got more
1: weapons, mm-hmm. but they're still a very evenly matched team. Yeah. Yeah. Porter, I agree. I'm going to go Steelers as well. I think they just simply have more talent on offense, Um, and really the Titans are, especially without A.J. Brown, um, they've been just almost solely dependent on Derrick Henry, and rightfully so. He's one of the best running backs in football. But Pittsburgh's defense, this is probably the best defense they've had in a long time. So um, because of that, I'm going Steelers as well. Yep. Yep.
0: I'm going Steelers. They they went eight and eight with Delvin Hodges. Yeah, and Mason Rudolph. Yeah, proud boy, Mason Rudolph.
2: Racist. And Shout out Rudolph.
0: to Healy for remembering the name Mason on that one.
2: Yep. yep.
1: All right, but BB. Derek Henry's been pissed Steelers. Me it. Steelers is that okay? We're all agreed. All right, Bobby, the New York Giants. Winless travel to L.A. to play the Rams. The L.A. Rams are favored by 12.
2: <laughs> Rams, Jeez. and they cover. McVay at home in that new stadium. Oh, boy. Coming off a loss. Oh, boy.
0: Ooh. All right. The Giants Dience, are, are trash. Oh, I'm going Danny Dimes. It's going to get turned into Danny Pennies. Let's go. All right.
1: I'm, I'm going to go uh, Rams as well. For myself as well, sir. Where do they play, Porter? Who cares? A <laughs> lie.
2: A <I'll> lie.
1: A <laughs> <laughs> lie. All right, Porter. Maybe uh, this is got to be the game of the week. Two and one. New England Patriots travel to Kansas City. Chiefs are favored by seven.
3: Yeah. No. Kansas City. Fucking Mahomes last week was ridiculous. ridiculous. He, if I had, if I had played. Uh I should really know his fucking name, Devontae. Um yeah, Devontae Johnson. If I had played him or not not him. Who was it? No, he got out with a um uh concussion. It was somebody else. I don't know. But I basically I was so close to to if I had played somebody else, I would have won or at least be competitive in the uh, PMIC league.
2: It's the but, worst feeling.
3: Yeah. I was so mad. I saw almost like 0. 0.9 points. What? What? Did... No! <laughs> and especially after I, I gave up on that uh, trade with Cookie. And then. The Austin Eckler one. What <laughs> yeah. yeah. oh, was the trade? Austin Eckler for um, Devontae Johnson. Devontae Johnson? Adams? No,
2: no
1: from. Uh, uh, Deontay Deont- Deont-
2: Deont- 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 Johnson.
1: Deontay Deont- Johnson. Deontay Sorry. Oh, yeah. Don't do that. You want Austin Eckler. Whoever yeah.
0: has well, so he was offering border crossing clear.
3: Yeah. yeah, don't you? Yeah.
1: yeah, no. Got it. No Patriots. No. All right. So Chiefs reporter. Um. I really want to say the Patriots because I feel like this is such a game that Bill Belichick will just Belichick. Um, and again, I feel like the Chiefs are just so far superior to any other team. It's hard to bet against them at this point. So my compromise is Chiefs will win, but the Patriots come.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at too. Cam Newton looks good there. The fact that Cam Newton got overshadowed and signed a vet minimum for one year just blows my mind. Case Daniel and Case Keenum make more money than him. in what world should that make sense? In Not. what world should that make sense? Not at all. If it doesn't. And then people... I said it, I said in preseason that Cam Newton was going to have a great year. No, I'm, uh, I'm still going Chiefs. I'm going to bet I'm going to say the Chiefs now until I get proven wrong. All
1: right. Bobby?
2: I'm going to go Chiefs as well, especially at home. I think they are. I am so curious how the Chargers stayed in that game. Right, I, I didn't see any of it, but like is how that a game trap game for the game. Chiefs, maybe this game, no, they'll they'll get up for the Patriots.
1: No, I'm saying is that why the Chargers? Oh, the Chargers stayed, game? Like,
2: oh, them. possibly, maybe looking at the Baltimore. Yeah,
0: wasn't that the punctured lung game? That was the mm-hmm. punctured lung game. So they just didn't have tape.
2: How do we not talk about that?
0: <laughs> we think what? our our sister our.
1: Training staff
2: is bad. He had punctured in yeah. the lung right before the game by the team doctor.
1: I know this is really messed up, but isn't it nice not to be the culprit? I love that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Oh my god, uh, that would that would send me off the edge. I'll be like, what is happening? <laughs> Where we're punching our own lungs?
1: Oh god! All right, Bobby. Yes, the undefeated Buffalo Bills. Travel to Las Vegas to play the Raiders, two and one Raiders. The Bills are favored by three. How good is this Buffalo Bills team?
2: You mean how good is this Las Vegas Raiders team? Uh, no, the Bills are. Uh, what's his name? Allen. Josh Allen is. Looks like here. he's the real deal. Alan! Allen! 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 And then you add Stefan Dix to the Mace. Steve! That- Steve! I think even – I have their defense on fantasy, so I've been following their defense. They haven't even – I mean, they had some tough matchups, but they haven't even played up to the potential that we saw last year. So this team could be dangerous if this offense keeps humming the way it is and if the defense gets on track later in the season. They could be dangerous later in the season. Great. Uh, so, but that being said, I think you come into the Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say the Raiders. Give them their first L.
0: All right, Ian. No, yeah, it's the Bills. It's the Bills. Josh Allen is playing at a, a whole different clip right now. It's unreal. They got a good thing going.
1: You know, I, I agree. And actually, hold on. I'm that right. I
2: might change my pick.
3: Actually, hold yeah. on.
1: No, you that, can't fucking change. You yes, pick, you I make. can.
2: I can change <laughs> it until the till kickoff.
1: The game starts. Um. I will say this I, line is sneaky close in my opinion. Yeah, it is. And I, I feel like the Raiders actually have looked better than anticipated. Where I gotta check I, their
2: I injuries real quick because I think um Ruggs is still out and somebody
3: else. Yeah, Waller and what's his name, the running back are dinged up, but Josh Waller Jacobs
2: should. is still go, but yeah. No. It is sneaking close. But I feel like it's only sneaking close because it's a road game for the Bills.
1: Okay. Um I think I'm, the Raiders gonna... could
2: still like I don't I'm not saying I, they'll make I, a playoff spot, but I think they can push for one.
1: I could very well see the Raiders winning this game, but I'm gonna go Bills as Bills as well. They're just the better team flat out. Quarter.
3: Bills mafia, baby.
1: I want to go to Bills Mafia. So bad. one day, buddy, one day,
3: dude. Leave me alone. I would to- my I totally style. get a jersey just to fit in, and pretend like I know what I'm talking about, just to like
1: fucking rage with all the fucking towners. <laughs> I'm not gonna Porter. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think all of us would make it back on that trip. No, no. Where's There's that? no like,
3: accountability on that trip. Every man <laughs> for himself. Hey, just. Just put
0: a GPS on me. I'll just share my location. Yeah, Yeah, That didn't
2: even work in our own
1: city.
0: Early season game. (laughs) That's true.
1: If (laughs) if Ian doesn't go viral at a Bill's tailgate, then what are we living for? (laughs) I'm going ham. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Uh, Let's see. Porter. Um, The winless Philadelphia Eagles traveled to San Francisco to play the 49ers. The Niners are favored by seven. Yeah, Niners
3: all day. Let's go Shanahan.
1: All right, Um, I'm going to go Niners as well. What in what in the world is happening to Carson Wentz?
2: What Uh, I told you (laughs) would (laughs) happen. Well, let me explain. (laughs) What I told you would happen two years ago.
0: And then I could already hear Umo in the background just fucking just running his goddamn mouth. It's, yeah, right now it's true. Hey,
1: Eagles, you going? You're going, Eagles, uh, Eagles are going to lose. Got it. Bobby? Niners. It was so
3: funny. One of my, my good friends down here in Baltimore is an Eagles fan, and his friends are from Germantown. And he went to Germantown to go watch the game with them against the first game against uh, the Redskins, and, and like the whole first half was just like, oh, happy as happy as could be. and then that stupid fucking
2: it. song of theirs.
3: Yeah, it was. <laughs> I was texting with him. I was like, "That's it's pretty bad, man."
2: <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy?
3: This is his name's uh, Kyle. He's one, uh, you know, Kyle from
2: Lays, Gaithersburg, the pride of well, joy of
3: Philly. Lane's best friend, no boyfriend. You you haven't met him. No, actually, you might have met him when you guys came down for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I yeah. I, I yeah, like no, him. he's 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 great. Low Kyle. He's yeah, he's like by him. far probably of all the Philly fans I've ever interacted with, hands down, the most normal human being.
1: Great guy. The bar is pretty low.
3: No, he's yeah.
1: You guys love him. He's good. He's good people. You're going to love them. You're going to love them. All right. The last game, guys. The Atlanta Falcons travel to Green Bay. Falcons are, are winless. Packers are undefeated. Packers are favored by seven and a half. I believe it's Bobby. What are you a- thinking about?
2: Aaron. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I don't know what I was thinking about.
3: I was <laughs> like, what are you? Pretty I mean, there,
0: the only bro. thing I was thinking about was the spread. I'm going Packers, but I think Falcons cover. Mm-hmm.
2: This is the this is the highest over/under I see this week, fifty-six and a half.
0: I got fifty-seven flat.
2: This is ESPN from Caesars Sportsbook.
1: There you go. All right, and Porter, I right? assume it's GP, GB for GP. Yep. All right. And last game Sunday one o'clock Umo's rooftop, in which Tom will be too hungover to attend, most likely. The Baltimore you guys Ravens better come. Travel down ninety five to play three blocks away. The Washington Football Team, the Ravens, are favored by twelve. <laughs> twelve. It I actually know. moved. It was, it was thirteen. Yeah, you w- half. It started
0: thirteen and a half. It was
2: thirteen and a half. You're right. It was, right. It was two touchdowns.
0: <laughs> That's great. Oh my God.
1: That's pathetic.
0: It's better than I anticipated, honestly. It is
1: better than I anticipated for sure. Order.
3: Uh, Do we need a score?
1: Oh, I got 13 here.
3: Uh, Baltimore 31
1: uh, 17. Closer. Okay, I'm going to go Baltimore. Um, I feel like our defense is actually going to hang in there for a little bit. We're going to lose thirty-eight to ten.
3: Yeah. So I
0: said this is going to be the week.
1: (laughs) Damn it.
2: Do it. You won't.
1: Do it. It's not sure anymore. None of us would be more happier. Stand by and stand guard. <laughs> what else? I Thank you. I can't do it.
0: Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Baltimore, but we cover. I knew you were going to do it. <laughs> Hail, Hail to, to the, the team. football team. Hail <laughs> <victory>. <laughs> on the fight, fight for, o- for football team. <laughs> <laughs> we won <a> lot more. <laughs> them, swap them, touch them at the point, soar. Fight on, <laughs> fight on you have.
2: Please tell me that convinced you to pick them.
1: Yeah, we didn't get a score, (laughs) but. Well, I was waiting for my song. (laughs) Then,
0: would it Porter say thirty-one seventeen? Yeah. Thirty one to thirty. Yeah. What? I don't care about that. We're what? gonna win and it's gonna be close. No, we're gonna lose. But I just <laughs> wanna I just wanna I just wanna make it seem like it's gonna be close. Would this be
1: Bobby, I'm sorry, go ahead.
2: Um I'm gonna say uh Baltimore wins. I was gonna say thirty eight to something, Tom. I'm going to say 38. 38.
3: Uh, 20. My city. It's going to be so
0: bad. It's going to be so it's bad. It's going to be bad. And that Come 20
2: on. comes in garbage time. But oh, the real God. winner of the day will be friendship because we'll all be together on the roof eating delicious pork and foods and meat stuff and drinking all the Trulies.
0: Here, yeah, here's the thing. And Fireball.
2: <laughs> and Fireball. celebrating my freedom, celebrating Megan's new job.
1: Hey, hey, if it doesn't. If it oh, uh, good, yeah. Yeah, see, the thing is, is I'm a rag maybe. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> I'm going with that. I'm definitely a rag maybe. I'm
1: a rag maybe.
0: I, I want to come. I do. If, hey, I'll still drive four you. four o'clock game. If this was a four o'clock hey, game, I'd feel a lot better. But then it's the way back that's going to get me. Because I'm gonna Uber back at like fucking eleven thirty at night or three thirty in the morning.
1: Ian, we would have to
2: leave. Yeah, but they're now paying for both ways,
0: basically. But now I don't have a roommate. My brother's not gonna walk the dog at fucking two in the morning. Like, all they would have to do is open the door. He's not gonna. He's asleep by nine thirty. My whole thing is all fucked up. Yeah. Yep.
1: We'll bring Rag
2: with you, and, and you guys can Uber back together.
1: Rag is not going to do. Anything. No, I know. Zero percent chance. I know.
2: I, know. <laughs> I like how you like considered it for a second. You're like, oh. uh, Wait, no,
1: no. I'm gonna keep gonna pressing
2: get- the buttons all weekend until I officially see hey. you not show up. Also, the last time I tried to get you guys from the Baltimore, you guys said you weren't coming, and then you showed up anyways. <laughs>
1: That's true. <laughs> you that
2: was guys, a good day. <laughs> you scared the crap out of me.
1: <laughs> but we.
2: So I'll believe it well, when I see it.
1: Well, we we are going out the night before, and that is my primary concern. Where are you guys going? Yeah. Uh, restaurant in Friendship Heights. Capitol Grill.
2: Oh, Capitol Grill. nice. Yes.
1: To celebrate our friend soon to be wed. Um, so, I one, two, <laughs> yeah, that guy. All, All right. right. Order it. You have waited in a solid two hours, my friend. Well, that's all.
2: Yeah, hour fifty-five. He's fine.
1: What you got for us, dude? I don't, I don't even. I don't even bother telling you fuckers the time
3: anymore. It's just. It's a. It's... Hey, I
2: said the time. I said forty-five minutes, and I said hour.
3: I heard both of those. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> we well, know, Gregory. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're like Drax. Well, I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, well, to our group chat, I talked about, uh, the interview, which please fucking see that Bobby, Jesus Christ. Oh yeah. You definitely didn't see it. Why me? Silly. Because you haven't seen it. Oh, oh I'm the only one. I haven't seen it either.
2: I was going to say, Tom said you didn't see it. Oh, you
3: haven't seen it? Okay. Both of you fix yourselves immediately. That movie I is. I assume you've seen it, though It's hilarious. It almost started a world war. It's amazing.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's so good um basically the uh, uh north korea threatened to fucking bomb the u.s if they released it and then someone within sony fucking uh leaked it and it got onto the internet and then they're like it already came out so they fuck it and they just sent it anyways but it's hilarious um it's a very i don't think forgotten about movie but at least not talked about enough like i mean we started talking like honey dick on the on the chat this weekend i think that's one of the greatest fucking um i guess little catchphrases or whatever but um definitely see that but i think to the other point uh within the last two weeks or this last week of um a documentary that came out on netflix called the social dilemma uh if you haven't seen it watch it uh it'll scare the shit out of you and i think for me it brought a lot of context to things I already knew, but didn't fully understand very well. And it's, I, I deleted Facebook from my phone. I deleted um, Twitter from my phone. I'm in the process now of trying to close that up. I'm probably going to get rid of Facebook altogether. Um, just kind of sticking with, I guess the usual stuff, but it was, what was probably the nuts or the, the craziest part about it of that documentary was talking about, a lot of the problems we're dealing with right now as a society in America have a direct correlation to the invent of social media and the and the non-existent regulation of it and the the consequences of it and the correlations between those and then the people that they're talking to aren't like pundits. They're not, you know, you know, mothers against of America that that don't like this kind of stuff. They're the people who actually created these apps, who created the models who created the programming to make them as successful as they are. They're the ones that made them grow and were, were in it to, you know, naively build what they thought would be great. But you know, the power of the internet as much as it can do for good can very easily be used for evil. And it's compelling hour and a half to two hours of of television. Well, It must've been compelling enough that you deleted no, it's it's, insane. From your phone. it's yeah. absolutely insane. You'll 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 watch it, and it's I think the most the the most powerful point to it was talking. You know, the whole thing is powerful, but at the end, they ask each one of these people, "Do you let your kids go on these apps? Do you do you let them have an iPhone?" And every single one of them was like, "Absolutely not." No, I I know how this stuff can corrupt not only myself. And even with that knowledge, I'm still susceptible to the um, addictive qualities of it, the modeling that is centered uh, very closely to uh, slot machines, the um, uh, social programming that goes on beyond it, and and how unprepared uh, adolescent minds are. And there's this, they talk about, or they show this point where um, early on where they link the teen suicide rate and teen self mutilation rate between preteen girls and teen girls has skyrocketed, uh, over, uh, you know, like I think one of them was something ridiculous of like 300 to 400% in girls, the ages of of eight to 12. Jesus. Uh, and it's, it's from, and they, they, they kind of go in between where they mix the, uh, uh, documentary between like a fake family kind of going through all this and the addictive qualities of having your phone and not being able to turn it off, not being able to like, not look at it. And there's a little girl who is, you know, like taking selfies of herself and they're talking in the background of like the detrimental effect that it can have and showing that she posts a picture or a selfie of herself and she doesn't have a filter on and nobody likes it. And she gets sad. So then she takes another one and she puts a filter on it where she's, Got like overly made up, someone to look more like an adult, to look more uh, older than she is, and gets a ton of likes and is fleetingly happy with that result, but then immediately dissatisfied with that um, feeling of, okay, I've gotten all this attention. Now I don't have it anymore. How do I get it again? How do I look at my phone again? Who's talking to me? Who's sending me something? Let me look at my phone again. Let me pull this up again. And the algorithms or the search engines of you know google like it's not all it's 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 hard for me to to recreate or talk about it's it's honestly better done so i went into it blind other than knowing it was going to talk about those apps i feel like that's the best way to do it because without any preconceived notions it 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 grabs you immediately it's a very 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 good uh documentary and it's it's fucking scary
1: it it sounds terrifying but i mean it's just something that we should just like could I just be blissfully unaware of what no, how my no. phone that's, is monitoring that's the other me? Thing is
3: it's not? It's to be blissfully unaware of it is to actively plead ignorance to something that is directly ap- impacting our everyday life. It's impacting our democracy. It's impacting our civil liberties. It's impacting, um, you know, information in uh, how people receive it. Um, it's it's changed so much that the ability to just add whatever you want to the internet and have it be believed and it's it's what i really liked about it was it didn't sugarcoat anything and it said very frankly in very direct terms this is why this is so bad and it needs to be brought to more people's attention because without it like that there's certainly a convenience factor to technology. Yes. Is it amazing? And I talk about this, like, yes, is it amazing that I can pull up my phone, press an app and a car shows up five minutes later and takes me to wherever I want to. Absolutely. That's, that's fantastic. That's technology at its best. That's capitalism as its best. That's the ability to, you know, succeed into the future, but there are in a, in a environment that has zero regulation that has, these and and to the point of you know you look at the stock market now we're between the volatility of everything that's happening with the top five tech companies that are just booming, having inflated price to earning ratios that are just like any move in their um, stock prices are just tanking or blooming the Dow or the S and P five hundred. It's it's insane how much power they have with zero regulation. Nobody telling them that they can't do this. Everything is for the amount of being able to make a dollar. And the adverse effects to that are not fully understand and not talked about because they're very good at lobbying. They're very good at keeping that from you know, affecting their ability to make more money, which is their sole purpose. It's not to really improve our lives. That's a byproduct that has naively started that way, but the, they're for-profit companies. Their job is to make you open that app. Their job is to say hey, how can I get this person to read these ads? How can I get this person to stay on the app longer, watch longer, click more, like more? How can, what can I put in front of them? Like your scrolling bar has nothing to do with the timeline. It has everything to do with how long you look at something, what you're looking at, what that's related to, and it will reflect the next thing that you swipe up to. So you sit there on those Facebook videos and you realize that you're an hour's gone because you've watched similar things that you like it's solely designed to keep you there looking at it and to keep going. It's so I, I it, can't understand
1: it, it important this is. Is it like algorithmic or is it just based off of just these incredibly intelligent forward thinking engineers that are also a bit morally corrupt, I guess. Maybe it's a, a little of, bit of it's a
3: mix of both. They're they're creating models or the AI is creating a what would what has the best success rate? And they, they actually visualize they illustrate this very well. Um, what has the best success rate to keep you on that app, to keep you looking, keep you watching, to share more, to give more information, to use yourself as the commodity for these companies. So that the commodity is not the app. It's not the technology. It's you, the user that is staying on there and making, you know, and for all intents and purposes, it's a free app. You agree to that. And they, they talk about both sides of it. It's not a you know this is all negative terrible shit like there's definitely a use for it and you know youtube's amazing youtube is a, is a fantastic amazing service but it has a negative part to it that has spread so much false information fake news you know the the um q on fucking flat earthers uh uh spreading you know anti-vaxxers uh white supremacy um international actors which for me thinking of like the whole conversation between russia and our democracy was that they hacked our social media and they hacked the united states and that's not what happened at all the russian government basically paid money to give targeted ads using facebook's algorithms to target certain individuals that they wanted to feed false information to that they think would spread it the most so they knew who these people were, how likely they were to share it, how likely they were to believe it, how likely they were to fucking continue watching it. And sharing this misinformation posed as real if it's I could talk about this forever and I know I talked about it on the chat. Like seriously, it's it's not a it's honestly not a a point of blissful ignorance. I, I think it's important as a just a standing point to know what you're doing to know what you're watching and to know what you're participating in because i honestly feel it as like a civic
1: duty to understand that shit because yeah and beyond busy- it the honest civic duty is that social media is obviously it's, it's fucked up it's really social media is obviously here to stay and yeah, no, it's not going anywhere then it should be educated and taught and researched like we've researched our history like reverse research mathematics science i mean if we're at this point
3: political ad on tv there are regulations that you have to follow and there there are rules in place to promote who who is actually providing that information is it backed by the person who's sending it is it this or that there's zero of that on the on the internet with facebook there's zero regulation as to what can be said there's zero regulation as to who it comes from where the money comes from who's able to say it what market it comes from so you have outside influencers that are um, case in point in miramar uh, the uh, mass genocide of the uh, muslim population in miramar they talk about that where that all started with a facebook uh, racist uh, um, uh, political ads to show that these people are being inferior and it led to mass murders mass rape uh destabil- destabilization of governments it's crazy how much power and, and worldwide influence that it has and in, and in any situation that you have, you know, that much power, the ability to abuse that is inevitable and mm-hmm. it's happening right now. And we're reaping the consequences of that for the last 10 years where we have such a divided um, populace that hate each other so much and don't know what's true and don't know what's, what's real or false in this, you know, Belief system that's just completely fucking broken. It's watch it, okay.
2: <laughs> watch it and We're restore still- your faith in humanity.
3: Yeah, but there's there's and they talk about it, there's things to change. There's ways that you can make that better, and it's it feels. I, I honestly like watching. It feels a little hopeless, but it's at the same time I'm I'm much happier knowing. Yeah. And knowing how to curtail it and knowing how to be better about it and how to be more aware of what's happening. Yeah, Same sense of like, you know, I would have loved to know that the contagious uh, nature of coronavirus, even though I believed that in the beginning, but being pressed by our government that it was fine. Like but I that thought it was a
1: shit,
3: That kind of shit. It's like, it's, yeah. I've, I've been a dead horse. Watch the documentary, I promise. All right you'll enjoy it at least you'll you will appreciate the cinematic value of this documentary if you take anything from it but it is incredibly informative and the fact that the, what again makes it so powerful is the people who made this shit are the ones talking about later like fucking no like this is this is how bad it is like you don't understand the full scope of this stuff and what it does and what you're doing online and it's it's nuts it's terrifying Yes. Yeah. But you know, I'd rather, I'd rather be on the boat knowing whether or not I'm going to get in the water with sharks than just jumping into the water and being like, there might be sharks. There might not, whatever. I'm just sitting in water right now. It's the knowledge is comforting. Cause at least I know at least I have a better, at least I have a better understanding than I did before because there's like that shit in the back of your mind was like, okay, this ain't great. I shouldn't be on this app this long. I was done pooping like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> like. But it, it gives greater context to your own behaviors. And that's what I really enjoyed about it was the fact like, holy shit, I do this. Like I do this when this many occasions, like I know that I do this and I sit there to myself, like I'm sitting I'm working, and I'm just like, fuck, just get off the fucking shit.
1: Like like when we're in the Outer Banks and you go in, in the middle of all our all of our friends in the ocean so you don't get bit by a shark. Yes, correct. Safety in numbers.
2: <laughs> and I want Number my sharks.
0: <laughs> I, I still couldn't believe that you did it I mean, it was so funny, dude.
3: it was only for thomas
1: <laughs> Thank you, buddy it was worth it it was worth sure. it it was you had a great We're going time. in you the water going yourself.
3: yes was worth it going in the water <laughs> i gotta take a look. although i did need to pee so that
0: you had good. a fantastic time in that water i don't care what you what? said Everybody knows that border face. Everybody knows that border face. you had a great time. I don't
1: want to hear it. Lights were working. Yeah. All right, Bob. Want to wrap it up, dude? Yeah, man.
2: That was a good uh, way to jump back into it. Two-hour Put Me In Coach podcast. I think we'll be back next week. I'll be at the beach, but I believe I'll be bringing my podcasting equipment with me. Doing a little pod. Casting from Bethany.
0: Sorry, I'm gonna be watching baseball, so I don't know if I can do it.
2: Yeah. I'm so sure.
1: <laughs> um Yeah, I switched the Yankees game because the NBA championship is a blowout. Yeah. And I'm looking like I'm hitting both.
2: All right. <laughs> Um, so that's gonna do it. Uh again, sorry for the long layoff, and that was due to, of course, the baseball season, which didn't end too well for either team. Um, even though I think the Orioles ended up with the fifth overall pick. Um It actually it worked really well for the for the Orioles. Actually, you know what? We (laughs) could we could break that down a little more. It actually probably could have gone any better for the Orioles.
0: This was this was like best case scenario. Yeah. You have stoked. Yeah. But whatever.
2: Um Yeah, hopefully we'll be continuing doing weekly podcasts throughout the football season and more uh, breakdowns of the Washington football team. Uh, We'll recap um, this game against the Ravens sometime next week. Um, Yeah, give us a follow. Put me in Coach Podcast, uh, PMIC Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and then, of course, on all your favorite podcasting platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud at Ian underscore Foster 21 at Tom underscore Natalia for Thomas at... I like my sharks for Porter, uh, <laughs> and at Bobby underscore Blanco for myself. For all the boys, we appreciate you guys tuning in again. Sorry for the layoff. Hopefully, you'll stick with us throughout this season, and we will talk to you later. All right. My watch is ended. This has been Put Me in Coach podcast.
0: Screw you guys! I'm go.